This is the Riot Squadcast, a supporter-driven show dedicated to L.A. Galaxy news, information, and opinions. Here's your hosts, Ed Rodriguez and Chris Zero Cool Tucker. Welcome to the Riot Squadcast. Welcome to a new year. Welcome to a new Squadcast. Back in the studio with my boys, my dudes, Chris Zirkle Tucker. What's going on, sir? Sir. I got you, sir. How's it going? I don't know. I can't really hear myself, so I'm just I'm not playing on the screen. That's fine. Just uh, yell. You know, I'm, I'm as good as there. Oh, there we go. We're going to yell into the universe, sir. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, Someone's going to listen. Hopefully. I'm fine. Oh, see, people recognizing my fresh cut over here. Yes, yeah, so you can thank my wife, Erica, for the fresh updo. Uh, love you, boo. Yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm all right. I'm you know, 2021. You know, it's, it's, it's a terrible year. It's going to be so different from 2020. Uh, no. Nah, probably going to be the same thing. Well, you know what? Probably going to be similar. You know, we, we, we're glad you guys are joining us. I know today's uh, it's been a little crazy. Doing in, it for in, the people. In here in America. So, you come join us. Have, have a little fun. Not think about things for a little bit. I don't even understand. How is today terrible for America? This is, this is, what, been, this is what black people have been living through for years. Welcome. Catch, let's catch up. Let's go. <laughs> Get on board, little children. Let's roll. Well, you know, it is what it is. Speaking, oh, speaking of white supremacy. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't do that to him. Don't do that to him. I just like to think Ben here is like speaking of white supremacy. And it's like, they're talking about me. I'm probably next. Producer Ben, how are you doing, sir? What's going on, sir? Not exactly what I was thinking, but, you know. <laughs> Welcome to 2021, Ben. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I figured he'd refuse to answer. I was like, I don't want no association. Just not going to, just going to let it go. Just just let no, that pass. No, no, so, well, what were we talking about before the show, you know? I am, I am, I am so looking forward to, like, the army going in there and just dragging his ass out. Because that's oh, what it's going to take. I, I, I want to see the pictures. That's right, right off the bat, I'm, I'm, uh, you can get out of the way. You want to get out of the hey, way, man, dude? You, you guys are the ones to say. I mean, Ed said, "Hey, should we push the show back? Maybe we shouldn't record." I mean, and Tucker's like, "Why?" I'm I was thinking, you know, I mean, not even like a, "Hey, maybe you're right." Tucker's just like a, "Why?" Why? I know. Straight up. I'm, I'm open. I'm open to hearing a reason. I'm open to, you know, if he's feeling something, or if he's, you know, if if the, if, uh, if Ed came back, if I was like, "Why?" and Ed goes. I feel the weight of democracy on my shoulders. I would have been like, well, sir, I'll stay. We'll, we'll yeah. stay home. Oh, I definitely, I definitely had like a sinking feeling like all day. Like <sighs> you have like that gut. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm just, not worried. I'm, I'm, we, I live in Long Beach. We'll be fine. I live in Midwood. Like it's, <laughs> you're going to be fine. It can really affect me. You have a, you have a, uh, 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 you live in a cultural bubble yeah. that you don't really have to worry about. Oh yeah. Like this shit's, definitely. this shit's not coming to Long Beach. Right today. Well, today. Pretty close to Honey's Beach, so. Today. Yeah, but they're not coming up to Long Beach. It would be fucked up if they come up to Long Beach. Yeah, they're going to stay safe in their bubble. You stay, yeah, you stay in Orange County and it'll be okay. That's, that's, <laughs> that's your place. Uh, but if no, they came to Long Beach, it would it would not go very well for them. Well, look, you know what? I think the same is true of Linwood. Yeah, we're here. We're, we're here to talk galaxy stuff. So, you know, we're going to put that aside. We, know, we all know we've probably all been consuming it all day, so. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get away from that. We're gonna, you know, distract you guys for, you know, two hours or whatever. We're gonna be on here, so. Because we're, we're recording this for everybody else. Yeah. We're, tr- you could say. We're trying to make America, 
No. I'm just waiting for you to finish the sentence. I don't know which direction I want to go in. Uh, galaxy again. Just make you, Ameri- you know make what America, direction you want to go Just in. make America galaxy again. Does that, that seem I got fair? You. I Thank like you. that. Thank you. Right. I like so. that. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, we haven't been recording in a, in a little bit. You know, we took a little a little break. So what's been going on in your uh, your winter break? Um, You really got to understand, when I tell you all my days are the same. Right. All my days are the same. I hung out with Damien. Uh, I hung out with Damien, and yeah, yeah, that's how was your holiday? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We had solstice. We did. We do. We don't celebrate Christmas. We yeah. celebrate the, the the winter solstice. Well, that's why I said winter break, dude. I didn't, I didn't call it Christmas. Yeah, you're 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 very open. I was being very inclusive. Yeah, you're woke. You're you know? woke. Uh, no, we did because we did. I celebrate Kwanzaa, so. Tell me one thing about Kwanzaa. Uh, it was created by someone from Castle Long Beach. Was it really? I think so. <laughs> That's not a fact. <laughs> if you're guessing, I, I think I heard, I heard that somewhere. No, I have not. No, uh, no. Christmas break was was nice, man. I mean, um, <laughs> Christmas break. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about me. Yeah. I'm talking about me personally. The whole the whole Kwanzaa. weakness lasted about what thirty five seconds. Thirty seconds. Yeah. seconds? Um, no, it was it was nice. I mean. Um, just focus on school and you don't even know the person's name. It's just I I think some dude. I think that dude went to Cal State Long Beach. Yeah, some dude. Um Long Beach Pride. Exactly. No, it was, it was nice. I mean, um your boy got straight A's again. Oh cool, Holla. Cool. Um Thank you. Super difficult uh semester this year with especially my, with my the, grades haven't even been posted yet. Yeah, mine went in like real quick. It's fucking bullshit. What do you mean super difficult, Ed? Just because with you know the whole pandemic going on and hard Dude, to focus, you don't go into school anyways. Everything's online, so there's no difference between the pandemic or no pandemic for you. Look, hey man, why are you trying to play down my feelings and my emotions, man? Sorry, man. I'm let just... me let me feel. We're, we're we cannot be robots we're, sent from we're, we're all sent from the again, future, Benjamin. <laughs> hey, all I know is you gotta talk about your emotions. Yeah, man. Yeah, talk about you gotta talk about your feelings, man. Let it out, Ed. Let, let you me, know he ain't been here live. a while. Let it out, Ed. Go ahead. Let me live. <laughs> let me live my truth. Uh, no, I mean it was just it was it was a little difficult. Um, the the classes were were a lot more challenging this year, and uh, accounting. Oh my god, I took an accounting class and it just was, oh, that shit sucked. I, I I do I do found have like a newfound appreciation for like people who can do accounting. Can can do math? No, it's not. It wasn't even like the math part. Well, I don't understand. Explain it to me then. So it's just like having to do a lot of like ledgers and making sure like what the hell was that. <laughs> Anyways, Keep going. But, but, I'm sure nobody heard it. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I mean, it's just it was just a very difficult class, and spent many, many hours trying to do like homework and stuff. So I was like, oh, hmm. I'm just over it. And then I'm now I'm taking a uh, an economics class for the winter session, and it's just like kicking, kicking my ass. That sounds terrible, sir. I mean, there's a lot. People are, are suffering for a lot worse problems, though. Yeah, man. It turns out the country's <laughs> on fire, Ed. So everybody, everybody feels really bad about your situation. But, uh, uh, you should not feel bad for me at all. The weight of democracy is crushing on my shoulders, yeah, Edward. You should not feel bad for me at all. By the way, uh, Mualana Karinge went to uh, Los Angeles City College all right. and UCLA. So you're a little off, but I'll give you that. It's, I, in, it's in the region. I definitely didn't know it. I, I had no idea. I mean, is there really much of a difference between Long Beach City College and... Los Angeles City College. Yeah, one is all the way up in. Actually, where is Los Angeles City College? 
uh, L.A. somewhere? <laughs> so it's not somewhere. It's somewhere. Definitely man. Not I feel a like my mother used to go there. Uh, it's in East L.A. Isn't that East L.A.? It's probably, like, it's probably changed the name by now. It's probably East E-Lac, L.A. College yeah. now or something. ELAC. ELAC. Yeah. yeah. It's L.A. College. Which is actually like in Monterey Park. No, it's still it's still Los Angeles City College. Okay. This is so riveting. I know. Yeah, there's nothing. Should... Nothing has happened in the galaxy. No, no, no. Just talking about fucking Kwanzaa and the L and the co- <laughs> the city college system. Well, it's look. It's our our shows come full circle now. Where our first show started off, we we're like Tucker was like, "This is terrible." This is terrible. Two hundred episodes now. Learn... By the way, welcome to episode two hundred. By the way, we're just like not talking about it at all. You just fucking. Hey, man. At this point, it's another episode almost. Look, you know. Look, this is the thing. Ed, I mean, at least for Tucker know. and I, they knew they're they're fine. They got it figured out, right? Like, I think so. What do they need? What do they need me for? They're good. They they know it's, it's you, the pretty face, Chris. That's what, you, that's what yeah. they stay for. Then they are welcome to leave. <laughs> <laughs> what well, should we should we talk briefly about? I fucking hate the stupid mask. Should we talk briefly about uh, making it to two hundred? I mean, kind of kind of going through all oh, those fucking alligators, uh, like. What are you looking at? <laughs> what are you looking at? I don't know. I logged into. So we're no, we're, no, no. Do we really want? Do you need to know what you logged into? I mean, be careful yeah, here, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I'm, it went I'm, from like, ooh, alligators. Like that's Chris's thing. Was not my response <laughs> at all. It's, it's his thing. It's his fetish. It's alligators. Like, What's what? the time marker on that? I got to cut. Ooh, alligator. <laughs> <laughs> that's way better. That'll be part of our new uh, Riot Squadcast ringtones. Yeah, exactly. Provide. Yeah, they'll be provided on their website soon. No, I logged into because we're on we're on the YouTube, right? Live on the YouTube. Uh, I logged into. Is it Periscope? Is that what it's called on Twitter? Yeah. I logged yeah. into Periscope and it immediately was like, "Fucking, here's a video you should check out." You know, keep keep scrolling on Periscope. I could just log in to see the thing I got, <laughs> right? But it was like, "Here, check out this other thing," because that's how the internet works. And I logged in, and also that's how your HD uh, ADHD. I was going to say HD HD. <laughs> <laughs> your ADHD that's, works. That's how his 4K works. Right yeah. There. yeah, exactly. But, but like, I logged in and immediately it was like, "Boom, alligators." And I I wasn't expecting it because I I saw you and me <laughs> on the screen, and then one second it was like, "Boom." Alligators, <laughs> you know uh, what? There's nothing wrong just with that. The, it's just this is a fascination, fascinating look at like how your brain works. What do you mean? Just ooh, like there's a shiny object. No, exactly. I'm not shiny. shiny They're fucking shit up. They were, they were fucking animals up. Like I don't know. This is I don't know why I'm weird. Someone posted a video of alligators fucking shit up on Periscope for no reason, and it just Periscope was like, oh, this guy's never logged into our service before. He definitely wants to see alligators fucking some shit up. Yeah, what are your searches before that? Like, I've never yeah, been on Periscope. Like, yeah, well, yeah, this is a video well, that you what might are your like. Cookies on, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've never been on Periscope. I don't, I don't know anything about it. I'm, I'm not even sure I'm logged in now. But I just had to watch fucking alligators fucking shit up. Well, there you go. There's nothing wrong with that. Benjamin, how's your holiday been going or have gone? Because it's, it's yeah, it was now, nice, right? man. I back to work today. I took a vacation week for for Christmas, so it was nice. And because of the holiday, you know, extended it a little bit. So that was cool, spending time with the family. Yeah. Everything. Um Christmas was nice. Kids did, you know, got pretty much what they wanted. What was your if I can ask, what was your and don't talk about your marital situation. Nobody needs to know anything about that. But what was your I should he's not getting divorced. That was a joke about him <laughs> talking. I realized how that sounded. What was what was your like big Christmas slash Kwanzaa slash Gator Day present this year? What'd you get? You guys walked through it. Front door? No, it was the oh, gate. It was, it was new oh, the gate? gate? Yeah. That's a nice gate. Thank you. That's a dad. That's like a total dad thing now, right? Like, or like, 
you get it's, shit that for the house. Yeah, as you, like it, it becomes about functionality. Yeah, it's about things that make his life easier. Yeah, which, which I can respect. So ask me what I got my wife. Would you get your wife? Yeah. A vacuum? Did you really? Yeah. Oh my god, that's ballsy. Yeah, isn't she it like the? Isn't but, it they always tell you not to get your like your wife's been, like? She asked then? for it. She asked for. She's like, I just want a vacuum. The other one was like was starting to die. She's like, I just need a vacuum. Cut that audio where she says she asked for it. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, thirteen. <laughs> what about you, Ed? What was your big? What was your big like uh, holiday holiday gift? Um, I got a, a sweater. Oh, you're there already. Yeah. From Denise. Uh, yeah. So we went to like Old Navy or something, and it was like a nice like jacket. Holidays don't really matter anymore. Wait, was it was it a sweater or a jacket? No, it was, a jacket. Or was it like a swacket. No, it's a jacket. Swacket. Well, you don't have you don't have kids. It's like those cool jackets that has like the fur on the hood. You're like a rapper in 2003. Oh yeah, you fucking camera. I've wanted one of those so for so long, and I finally got one. Oh my god, who do you, who do you think you are? I sh- I would have brought it today, but I just was like, oh, I'll just bring my hoodie. Yeah, that's not a surprise at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't I can't show up in that. Erica got me this this uh this calendar or not calendar? Uh, what is it called? A map. She got me a map. Calendars and maps nowhere near the same thing. She got me this map, this big ass map. I love maps. I don't know if you guys know this. Big fan of maps. Maps uh, and alligators. That's his thing. Maps and gators, baby. Uh, big fan of maps. She got me this map of Europe, and it's the location of all the teams, all the club teams in Europe, for the I think the top two divisions in each country. So like it's a it's a little club crest for for where each team would be in its in its country. Yeah, I opened it and was like, this is fucking perfect for me okay i mean that's a, that's a little different from just like i like maps like it's like with your passion of it's like of, soccer maps that's, yeah. like, that's like perfect yeah. that's like your wife saw that and like this is the perfect, it's gift. perfect gift yeah it's a perfect gift i i uh, i looked on the that company's website and they have one for um for south america i want to get and i, was like, I think did you san post lorenzo. that yeah because okay. i want the san lorenzo one um god's club I'm fucking losing left right and center right now um but yeah, was, that was fucking great, man. I love that. It's, it's a dope looking map. I got to post a picture of it. I'll post a picture on, on our Instagram or something. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that was that was nice. Uh, nice little break, and we missed you guys. I mean, I miss coming here. I miss doing the show. I, you know, I actually don't miss the crappy internet connection in my house. So yeah. Shout out! Oh, who are we calling? We're we calling Loveline. We call. We are we're calling the, Loveline. Yeah. So ask Doctor Dreams. Like I gotta. What is it? It was always like. I got a, I got a bump on my dick. Something's in my junk. Yeah. <laughs> I got a bump on my dick. <laughs> Mr. Tony, what's going on, sir? Not much. How you boys doing? Good, sir. Thank you for joining us. By the way, uh, Big Tony, first time, uh, is it first time guest or second time? First time, Se- right? Second time. Second uh, no, first time. Well, uh, second time. I was a, a short call before. Okay. Well, welcome, Big Tony. Uh, we, we we brought on Tony because uh, we wanted to get some special guests for episode 200 so thank you for for joining us sir so we got one we got one <laughs> i feel special you are sir it, it doesn't get any more special than, <laughs> than tony. exactly big tony big tony has uh is, provi- is providing great content for us to do which makes us have to do less work except yeah. for when i have to read it and then everyone makes fun of me you gotta appreciate that you're a good man big tone oh i thank you for saying so i appreciate it so big tony how have you been uh passing the time on your on your uh on the off season Oh gosh, yes. I well been working from home, not going anywhere, staying at home, watching the British baking show. 
That's what's up. Let me tell you, that's that's on Netflix. British Baking Show is freaking awesome. Right, <laughs> it's, it's really cool. Is it? Is that with the and, guy uh, from the Mighty Boosh? Yeah, with who? The the Mighty Boosh. So the, he's like the oh, pale dude. Noel or Joel or something like that. Noel. Uh, oh, the, yeah, the Gat guy. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's from season five on. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, he's the he, new presenter uh, from season five. Him and uh, I don't remember the woman's name, but uh, Paul Hollywood. He's like the big uh, guy, but he's like the master baker who judges everybody. Nice. Yeah, I've heard but a lot about that show. Fun, heard, fun to watch. I've heard a lot about people like big up that show, especially during the pandemic. Like have. have I binged that show. I don't know. I've never heard of it. Oh, yeah. Really? It's worth watching. It's like I I cook a lot. I don't bake. But having watched that, I now like kind of getting a little bit of an itch. Like maybe I should try to start baking a little bit now. I, my wife is a, an excellent baker, but she absolutely hates it. It's a weird <laughs> conversation. It's about baking. Your this wife might, is a chef. This might be the. This might be the. Well, she. This might be the first time we talked about baking on the show. So, episode two hundred, baby. Breaking no, new dude, Tucker, t- <laughs> sorry, Tucker's been baked for one hundred ninety nine of these things. Well, that, that is true. Whoa. That's a different kind of baking. <laughs> yeah, probably most of them. Probably, nah, not, not most of them. Most of a them. A lot. No, a lot. Of I them. would say a majority of them. More. What? more yeah. Yeah. More than a hundred. So that'd be most. <laughs> Have I been sewn on this show a hundred times? I don't think I. I don't think a hundred times. I think a hundred times. I would. I would bet money that you've been yeah, sewn on too. the show more I, than hundred times. I would times. bet money that he's been. I mean, I've been here since like episode twenty-three, I think. Oh shit! Okay. And well, can I ask a question? Sure. Does it say anything about the two of you that I've been stoned for more than half of them, and I'm still so much better than both of you? No, that's that's part so of the reason why. Well, I mean, yeah. That's that, that's a large part of the reason why. The yeah. level, the level of between where you guys are. You're actually better when you're still. Yeah. So I agree. That's fine. Because it's it's intuitive. It's all it's mm-hmm. all just up. You here. get out of your head. Yeah, man. I get you. I feel you. All right, you guys want to talk some? Uh, let's talk some Biggest Loser. Is Tony hanging out for a while? Yeah, Tony's Fuck hanging out with yes. for a little bit. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, I will. SPL yeah, absolutely. Free. Just going to sit here, drink my whiskey, and uh, pipe in when I want to. Love it, sir. Thank you. So let's talk some Biggest Loser, Chris. Please and thank you. Um, so out, if of, you, out of nowhere. If you guys are, are unfamiliar, uh, we've done this a couple of times. Where we, uh, we've done this in the offseason to kind of kill the time a little bit and, and uh, try to slim down the after winter uh, you know, food and break. Look at him hitting his, uh, his vape pen as we, as we speak. <laughs> Why are you judging me? The show's about to get that much better. Exactly. Hold on. Oh, none came out. All yeah, right. There you go. Um, but yeah, so the squad cast biggest loser. It's just a competition to, to you know, weight loss competition. Um, so we started this last weekend. We we asked people to send in their photos of their starting weight, and we're gonna have a month long competition. At the end of it, we're uh, the winner is gonna ha- win a jersey from our good our good buddy, um, and so. It's based on. Can you say Mark Parker? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's based on weight loss percentage, so mm-hmm. it's not whoever loses the most weight. It's based on your weight loss percentage. So, do we have a wager between the three of us at all? No. Because usually we do a little side wager. Yeah, but then you cheat. Down with the side and so, hey, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. That is true. Those are the famous words of one Eddie Guerrero. That is true. I don't know if I pronounce that right. Um, so thank you. I think we had over like 22, 20, 23? 24 entries. Okay. 24 entries. So 
Um, we will go until the end of the month. So February 1st is going to be the day of the weigh-in. And so we will see the winner then and uh, get a nice sweet jersey, man. Right in time for a new uh, a new away jersey, too. Actually, and a new home jersey, from what I understand. What? I haven't heard I that. So. New home jersey? Yeah. Where have you seen that? So it's the word on the street, man. We're not... God, all right. We're not backing that. That's that's what Ben says. I just I, I don't, see I don't trust these sources, that's, quote unquote, um, that he that he has. What corner of the galaxy was talking about? We're getting a new home. But yeah, I know we're supposed to get a new. We would get a new home. We're eligible. We should be eligible for the third. For the third as well. Yeah. So I you can think imagine next we're going to make three, three jerseys. <laughs> I don't know. They were talking about a new primary. That is and, the word. A new third jersey. Word on the street. All right. Well, more more money I'm going to spend out of my pocket. Gosh. Tony, you can Tony ask your question. Oh, did uh, Nestor ever get his jersey? Uh, so, which I wanted to actually talk about. Nestor has uh, decided. Nestor was our winner of Squadcast Biggest Loser season two. He has decided to wait, and I agree with him on this because I was like, "Hey, let me know. You know, we'll take care of it." And he's like, "I want to." He's. I don't know why. He very specifically wants a Michael Ciani jersey. Oh, it's it's been yeah, Michael Ciani since day one. But but Nestor Nestor, with all due respect to my brother, Nestor is not someone where like I can go grab a Ciani jersey on eBay or on Mercari. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 it's, it's it'll be a little different. So and it's the Baba Yaro of yeah. like <laughs> it's very rare and it's a it's a rarer size. So we what he's gonna wait and the New Jersey shit anyway. So he's gonna wait. Until there's a jersey he likes, and then he's gonna go pull the trigger on that one. Which I, I was like, I'm fine with that. Like, right. It's, it's nothing I got to deal with today. Yeah, we'll deal and, with it. We got to deal with it. And I get to check him off the list. Like he's fine. But he, Nestor, has been taken care of. He's decided to hang out until a uh, a better jersey becomes available. I, I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> no um, but I don't know. Um, our, our good buddy Matt says, Ben, am I the fattest to enter? I don't know if you want to answer that or not. Just say no. No. There you go. Matt, you are not. Oh, there you go, Matt. Yeah, as long as Ben is in this competition, Matt, you got a chance. <laughs> Should I give the highest weight we had? Nah, nah you fucking the whole, look. We're all here. Well, I'm to not gonna say who it was, but yeah, you're gonna shame them. I ain't gonna say who it was. I just give the the, the number. I mean, I, I'm I'll I'll get mine. I started this at two. What is it? Two sixty four. Two sixty four. Think point six. And that's down somewhere. from what? What were, you, what were you before? You were like on my birthday, which is in July, July thirteenth. Uh, my birthday is the eleventh, but July thirteenth is my weigh-in. July thirteenth, I was two eighty-two point two eighty-two point three, and I I cut out alcohol and um, a bunch of other shit and lost a little bit of weight and then got COVID and dropped down to a solid two fifty-four, and then bounced back up to uh to, to about two sixty-four. And now I'm uh, I'm back back in the middle. So I'd like to reach 249 by the end of the month. If that happens, that's a that's a big win for me. But if not, you know, I'll just take the progress. I'm down with the progress. Yeah, I think we started at like around the same. If I remember correctly. You want to talk? You can we? Can we? I'm worried about you. Really? How the fuck are you and I the same weight? I'm like a foot taller than you. Because I'm, I'm at least. I don't know if you've noticed, Chris. I'm a little fat. You're, you know, so, I, mean, I don't know if you've noticed. Look, look, I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've heard. But you've been on this exercise tip for like a month now, so more than you a lost month. like twenty pounds already. So, since, dude, since, like half since a year. Your birthday, yeah. Look, since this is the year twenty twenty one, Ed, you are, and a, I've lost eleven pounds in are, the last month. So you are bold, beautiful. I'm a king, spiritual king. 
And don't let don't you let anyone on these on these Instagrams or on these Twitters tell you any different. Everybody size is healthy, apparently. Everybody size is beautiful, apparently. Um, we all know it's not true. We all know it's not true, but we'll, you know, look, if it helps you, it helps me. So I'm here for you. You're looking beautiful. You're looking gorgeous. Keep it up. Uh, Benny, how much weight have you lost? I have, I've actually have, I was, so I was exercising and not really dieting, but doing like portion control before we even started this. Mm -hmm. So I am down 10 to 11 pounds. So that's not bad, man. You just gotta keep it going. Yeah. uh, So I got, you know, instead of usually like, um, you know, I've already got a head start before we started this competition. So. You know, I'm 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 in it already. I'm on I'm on my wife's diet. I, I just she makes food for me, and it keeps me alive as, as usual. Makes it easy. There you go. Don't eat out. Don't don't eat any extra. Don't grab a little bit here or there. Don't finish like Damien will have you know crackers and cheese. I don't have any of that. Like if he's not going to eat it, I'm like, hey, one of you other kids, you want it? Just kind of move on. Keep it easy. Keep it simple. And the beauty of Squadcast Biggest Loser, as always, first place gets a jersey, second place loses weight and gets a little healthier. Everybody wins. As long as you're competing, as long as you're trying to better yourself, everybody wins. And everyone's doing it with you, you know, so we can all kind of help each other, lean on each other, um, which is going to be helpful because I imagine we're all a little, we're all a little girthy. We can all hold each other up like a pyramid. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it's, it's, I'm I'm glad we're doing it again. It it happened real last minute. Yeah. I'm glad it still came through. Yeah, real last minute. Well, I mean, we got, you know, 25 people to join in, 27 if you count us. So yeah, I was like. Dude, I was I was going nuts over the holiday. I ate everything, man. I gained probably fifteen pounds from the time I had COVID until the time we started this. Yeah, so I started I started doing my exercise and stuff like a couple weeks before Christmas and then Christmas week, like we got so busy with shopping and doing a bunch of stuff like we ate out quite a bit and so I just like gained like dumb weight back. I just We're gotta going. get I gotta get on my spin bike again. That's that's the only thing I haven't really gotten down. I gotta get back into the I got the I have the diet down. Doing all right with that. Portion control is still an issue, but again, Erica cooks most of my food, so it makes it easier. Um, but I, I just got to get back on my bike. I got to get back to sweating, burning, hurting, going to that frustration station. So I got to <laughs> get back to work. Speaking spe- speaking of the new year, man, let's talk about the the, the G's. New year, new G's, right? Um, let's talk about all the stuff that's been going on with, with the Galaxy. Uh, if we want to talk about Rolf signing with the bottom dollar of a Bundesliga 2 team, and he's finally gone. Yeah. All I heard was Rolf signed. Yeah, and fine. It, as long as he's, as long as he's gone, right? As long as he, what if Julian gets like four red cards next year and we're like, damn, I miss Rolf. <laughs> <laughs> I possible. I don't know if that's gonna happen though. Uh, no, no, it's not. I, I can't imagine a I can't imagine a set of circumstances where I go, damn, I miss Rolf Felcher. <laughs> right. He's like gonna a, he's gonna be those guys who goes down in history and like. You remember that guy? Oh, yeah, it was so bad. He was so terrible. Like, he's going to be your, your bar of, like, he's worse. at least Le- he's not Ralph Felcher. Well, he's worse than Leonardo. And that's like, saying. He's, wor- he's, he's, he, you know what he reminds me of? He's about at, at uh, David Junior Lopez level. Okay. Like, a guy who got minutes because he needed to play. We didn't really have a whole lot else around uh, when he did play. Wasn't ever very good. If he put in a good performance, you, you felt blessed. And if he cost you a goal or two, it was ex- it was expected. Mm-hmm. Um, any day he didn't actively hurt the team is a is a benefit to everyone. And in three four years he'll be completely forgotten, completely forgotten. He'll be that. Who was that guy that used to sing with the abs that that one girl was really crazy about? And then that'll be it. 
Yeah. So long. Uh, uh, what was it? Zane. Goodbye. Never come back. No Legends Nights. No no alumni parties. No. You can just... You can. I, I definitely feel he is going to be like that guy where you're like... Oh, yeah. He definitely was like a David like Lopez player. So he'll be, he'll be remembered as like, God, you remember how bad that guy was? And then he'll be compared like... If, say, a defender is playing really bad, and be like, man, we should have just kept Felcher. We should have had... He's playing like Rolf Felcher out there. Like, he's going to be that, that player to us. What do you think, What do you think, Tony? What, what would you describe Rolf's, like, tenure with the Galaxy? Um, absolutely miserable. <laughs> he was awful. Uh, he... I, I really hated him. From, he, like, even he had Shelvick, I couldn't stand Rolf because I felt that he was just constantly out of position. He was lazy to get back. He was just a liability on the field. Um, I guess he wasn't as big of a liability as Shelvick, but oh my god, that dude was terrible. That just hit me. We had, Is we he, had uh, Felcher, Shelvick, and Siani all at the same time. <laughs> oh, we were miserable. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. miserable. The question is, with the guy that we signed from, uh, what is it, like Portland? Um, was, is he like the a new defender or whatever? Or was it from Seattle? Where, where is the guy from? One of those teams. Yeah, we did. It's from uh, Portland, Villafania. Jorge Villafania. He was the guy who won. Do you remember the MLS Sueño competition um, that earned a, a, it was like a TV competition, earned a player a contract with Chivas USA? Ed? Oh, I thought you were going to. to I was, but he went away. It's fine. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, I know. That was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, so it's that it's that kid. He's he was up in Portland. Um, he's a left back, I believe. He's played a little, a little bit, little, little, little bit of left wing, but uh, entire, almost entirely, predominantly a left back. Um, and yeah, he was the guy we're we're rumored to be bringing in. Um, I guess nothing Galaxy official yet, but I mean, that's the rumors that they, I mean, he's heavily, in, you know, rumored to us. Yeah. And we need a left back, so we need a left back. Well, we don't. We didn't need a left back. We had we had a uh, uh, Insua, um, who we left unprotected. I believe unprotected, and uh, we've declined his contract. Mm-hmm. So we're at a point now where, you know, there's definitely an opening for for a left back. And I guess the the wager you're doing is we talking about Viafania now. The wager we're doing. I'm down. I mean, the wager you're doing from from a, a front office perspective is. So say, for me, Emiliano Insua was the best signing we had last year, right? It's not saying he's the best player. Pavon, obviously, is the best player. <laughs> yeah, but of our signings. But all, of all the incoming signings, Emiliano Insua was the only one that even kind of worked. Mm-hmm. Um, with all due respect to everyone's emotions, he's the only one that, that only kind of worked. The, the wager, the balance you're trying to do is, does Emiliano Insua give you so much more than Jorge Viafania? that you're willing to pay him more and use an international spot on him. I, I, I say probably not. Like I didn't watch a ton of Portland and I haven't watched, I've, I've meant to go back and look at some Viafani games. Um, but I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen him play in MLS in at least a year. Um, maybe two. Um, but from what I've seen, like it's, it's, he just needs to be capable enough to fill that spot where Insua was, was one of the better defenders we had, but he's more expensive and he's an INT spot. And we need, we need room. We need to make room to um, allow a new manager to make some moves and, and, and 
have that flexibility. And yeah. International Spod could end up being very, very important. So Yeah, and Tua, and Tua was one of those guys who, who his contract was um, declined. It was declined, but it was still, he was in talks with the team. I think him and like Kitchen, like a couple other people, Corona, but obviously Corona's gone. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But yeah, I mean, um, and like you said, and Tua, who was our, our best signing last year, and that's saying quite a bit about the team and the direction mm-hmm. we were in that last year. If if your best signing was in defense, when your defense was as terrible as ours was, yeah, it, yeah, it says a fair bit. But I'm interested in the gamble. I want to see if this gamble works. I want to see if 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 it's if he gives you anywhere near where Insua was, and you've somehow worked on the rest of the back line to where your left back isn't as important as Emiliano Insua was. You may be able to get away with Jorge Viafania starting a left back. Or maybe in a different system, Viafania is more effective than than uh, Insua was. Mm-hmm. There's also, you know, GBS got fired. There, perhaps Insua was here because GBS was here. And now that GBS is gone, he's ready to move on. He doesn't want to be here anymore. You know, we don't really know what mechanisms. The only way the Galaxy were ever going to announce that he was leaving was declining his contract. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of strange because usually you don't really see MLS contracts for like one year. So it, it means we had a... And uh, there was an option, either a team option or a player option, where he was ava- he was able to get out after one year. It's, it sounds like a team option. I would imagine it's a team option. But usually, when, in, in MLS, when you're signing an international coming into the league, so not from a different team in the league, but out of the country coming into the league for the first time, usually they're on a guarantee of at least two years. Somet- somehow, in the case of Jorgen Schelvik, they're in the case of, of a five-year five contract. Five years. But, guarantee contract but usually fucking crazy but usually it's a minimum of two years so yeah at some point there is a discussion about emiliano and sua i imagine being here in part if not in its entirety because of gbs once gbs was gone the player would want to move on the team would want to move on it, it opens up his international spot it opens up his money you can bring in jorge viafania i i, th- I, I thought i saw he made 600 grand last year that's going to get reduced drastically um, he understands that's going to get reduced drastically. I, I have some friends up in Portland who uh, who work for the Timbers that were were shooting me some information. He the kid gets that it's it's he's not he ain't making that money. Yeah, that that isn't that ain't gonna happen. Especially when he you know if you if you hear things like where he wanted to come home back to L.A. They trade. He was making allegedly that- allegedly he's being traded for very very little. I was gonna say they traded, but it, it's not done yet, so we can't can't speak definitively like that. But the rumor was. That he is getting traded for basically draft picks. Mm-hmm. That that is Portland doing the right thing and letting this kid go back home and making it as easy as possible to let that kid go back home. It's you got to work out a you're going to work out whatever salary you're going to make with them. That's your business, um, and we're going to take you know in a modern day major league soccer, we're going to take peanuts to let you go. We're going to take the the bare minimum we need to take to let you go. Right. If it's draft picks in the age of academies, in the cage of in the age of of the reserve league and Galaxy Two and the way we operate, draft picks don't mean shit. So they're they're letting him go. He'll sign a new deal. He'll make much less money, and maybe in this new system, he'll thrive better than Insua did. We'll see. Yeah, and it's going to depend on whoever the new coach is, and we'll talk about that in a little bit as well. Um, <laughs> So you have a couple of defenders gone, maybe one, maybe one coming in. Um, let's talk about Joe Corona. Joe Corona was also one of those who's 
uh, contracts was, I don't know, for better or for worse, was, uh, wasn't picked up. Uh, I, I thought he was a pretty serviceable backup. And um, Big Tony, what do, you, what do you think of Corona and his time with the Galaxy? I actually kind of liked him. I think I was one of the few that was more on the uh, the Corona bus. He, when he was out there, he worked his butt off. He ran hard. And I think he was forced to do so because he didn't have a lot of decent play with him everywhere else. The, uh, the rest of the midfield, it was, we were so poor. It forced him to kind of play that I need to be everywhere type of thing. So he would run his ass off and it wouldn't be always the best, but I like, I kind of liked him. It, he put in the effort and I appreciated that. Yeah. And in the whole, you know, I mean, that's kind of, you hear things about, uh, about Jeebus's time with, with the team where you didn't get really much instruction from from the coach it was more like hey run hard well, that seems to be the word yeah like, yeah tactically there wasn't a whole lot there so so to see him somewhat you know i mean i, I mean it may be instinctual as, as as a guy who's who's played that position for you know for a long time to you know just run his run his ass off i mean mm-hmm. that's not really the the tactics i think you want to see on a, on a team on a professional sports team those hey run out there big kicks kind of thing you know <laughs> Is AYS home and <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I, I thought he didn't, he didn't, I wasn't a huge fan and not in a, not in a negative way, just more of like, I don't see, I don't see you enough. And when I do see you, it's not outstanding. Like I you think back to, you think back to like Juninho and Beckham. I didn't see Sarvas a lot, but when I saw him, there was there, I, you always saw something where you thought, if we can get, if we could figure out a way to get that guy more minutes, there's more there. I never really, I never really got that feeling out of uh, when I saw Corona play. I'm hoping getting, because I, I don't dislike him for any reason. I'm hoping getting consistent minutes in Austin um, will bring some of that back out of him. But just at 30 well, years old, he can't just keep sitting on the bench at center midfield. He's got, he's got to be playing. He would be playing for Austin had Houston. Oh, that's not picked right. him up in the in the supplemental draft. Oh, that's right. Which is like the most MLS thing that's ever that's happened in this offseason is Joe Corona being picked by Austin in the expansion draft. But them them not coming to an agreement with the contract. So then Houston picks up Joe Corona in the in the supplemental draft or whatever the hell draft. There's like a thousand drafts. Well, they would have picked him, they would have grabbed him in the second round of the free round. the reentry draft. That's the reentry draft. There you go. And Austin would have grabbed him as an expansion pick. So Austin wasted a pick on Joe Corona just for to have Houston pick him up inside him. I can't be the only person who enjoyed it. That's it's it's amazing. It's Houston doing to Austin what Montreal did to Houston. Like it's it's it's. But it's, I just love it's it's just peak MLS. And if the rules um, follow suit as to what they've been. We cannot lose a player next year in the yeah. expansion draft. Well, I was talking. I was talking to Guessman about that, and it's it depends on how they're grouping the rounds of expansion. So if if Austin's expansion is tied to who's coming in next, is it a uh, uh, it's Sacramento? I think, or is, is it, it Charlotte? I feel like it's someone I think else. It could Charlotte, be Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, um, dude's got crazy money. He could have just said, "Hey, I'm jumping you." But it's it's if 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 they're if if they're a part of the same group of expansions, then we we don't have to worry about getting picked next time. Um, if 
if they're ruling this one as the second one of the last one, then we're still available for the next one. So it, MLS, I don't know. I, I genuinely have no idea which way they're tying it. Hopefully, hopefully we're, we don't have to worry about uh, selection next year, but uh, we will we'll just have to see. All right, and moving to um, probably it is, the— It is Charlotte. It is Charlotte. Um, moving on to the biggest transfer drama of the offseason, uh, the, the, the deal of Pavone, will he, won't he? Mm-hmm. Um, he's had, he, had, he went back to Argentina. Uh, he was no longer a Galaxy player as of uh, January 1st. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, though, is neither he or Boca seem to be wanting to work with each other. Um, Boca Juniors did not add him onto their was it the the Copa Lib roster. Um, he hasn't yet to show up for practices. Um, it seems like he's not, he's not even in Buenos Aires. He's in uh, he's in Cordoba. Cordoba. I think it's his, that was his, or is his hometown. Um, yeah, man, let's let's go, let's go. <laughs> so I mean, safe to say that he does not want to play for Boca Juniors. Um, this season, like oh, it's, yeah. it's 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 he's kind of obvious, clear. right? He's made it pretty clear, Boca Juniors is not an option. Yeah, for him. And it, but that's the thing about tactics like these. All he has said is because I see people getting excited, like, oh, he's going to come back to the Galaxy. The only thing he has stated is, I'm not playing for Boca Juniors. Yeah, the Galaxy have no claim to this guy. We are negotiating. You imagine we're negotiating with Boca Juniors, like any team is free to negotiate with Boca. Um, but. It's that relationship definitely seems like it has run its course. It's all it's it seems like it's all finished. Yeah, and and you know I, there was reports where the galaxy came out. And we're like we're done. We're done negotiating. We're we're good. Um, and then you hear reports like it's back on. Like it's just it's just a will he won't he will we get him will we not get him? Um, and then you oh it's back to the arguments of like is he worth the ten million? Um, do we get like. 75% of his rights or whatever for, for whatever millions we're, we're going to pay for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony, what, what do you think? What what would be your like perfect price for Pavone? For Pavone? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I would say, you know, maybe a transfer fee of like seven to eight. It, it's He didn't show that he was a great world beater. I realized he was one of the best players in MLS unquestionably, but he didn't show like that huge, huge impact on the field. Um, everyone seemed to know how to play him, just put three guys on him and, you know, he's going to take him out of the game, but I, you can't pay for him. And it's, uh, I don't know. It's, I, I can't imagine paying more than, you know, like 10, more than 10 would be outrageous. Yeah. Cause it seems, it seems like, especially in this, you know, pandemic era of, you know, buying and selling players, you know, teams are going to be hurting for money, so you got to get what you can get, right? Like, ten million for for Pavon, who is probably not getting that offer somewhere else. I mean, if if he was, he wouldn't have been. They would still not be negotiating with the Galaxy. Well, look, that's the that's the position. So we we got to we got to be the you know the best looking you know girl at the dance right now. It's twenty twenty one. How dare you talk like that? But it, well, the, I'm also a girl looking at the girl for a dance. So you didn't know that. So that's in your face, sir. Whoa. I mean, I don't even know what I'm in trouble for. <laughs> but I mean, that's the that's the the that's what I enjoy about the transfer season, and and what I li- I do like about the position of the galaxy. 
you can say, say it's 10 million, right? Say, say the number's 10. Galaxy say, we're willing to offer $10 million for Christian Pavone, 75% of the rights, whatever. Uh, you keep, basically you keep a 25% sell-on fee. Boca goes, nah, it's not enough. That's not what we want. We're looking for 12 million cash minimum, you know, 100% sold. We're done. We're out of the situation. Um, Galaxy can say, cool, man, we're going to ease on down the road. Christian didn't play with our, we got a, we got, you know, we got a new manager. We're working on a new system. He is a old manager an old system. We're just going to press on, keep open a DP spot. Yeah. I mean, it, it, is it better for, and we'll talk about, I mean, obviously everyone knows Greg Vanny uh, signed, but there's no real point in being like, we're going to talk about it later. I know. Um, <laughs> you know, is it better for him to have that open DP spot so he can get his like guy that he wants? Well, I mean, that's all part of that. Chris Klein will inevitably decline and then he'll get someone else. But anyways, that's all part of the, the Pavone mystery. Like if, I understand um, the concern people have with losing their best player two seasons in a row. Because mm-hmm. that's what's happening. We lost we lost Laton last year. We're going to lose Pavone this year. Um, we ha- we've had a steady flow of losing some of our, our better players recently. Um, but if, if Greg is building a brand new system, him having a designated player spot to work with isn't the worst thing in the world. Having having a having Christian Pavone willing to come to the galaxy and wanting to come to the galaxy puts us in a great position. The player has said, This is where I would like to go. You've already sold him on us. Like imagine coming into a window trying to find a player good enough to play for Boca Juniors and and trying to get him to be willing to come to the galaxy. We've already we've done the hard part. Now it's just, it's money with a, a team that's definitely going to need some, a team that seems to always have some, um, and a player who has already agreed personal terms with the club. Like we're, we're, our side is good. Right. You, for, for the stress everyone has, you're in the better position. If, if we can work Pavone out for 10 million, we have the high this ground. Is, this, we have the high ground, Anakin. This is what we've learned. This is what we've learned though. For a player of, of Christian Pavone's quality, who, as much as I like him, I think his level is a little above MLS. I don't, I, and I think it's part of AEG and the Galaxy problem. I don't really, from what I saw last year, I don't really think we're selling him anywhere. If and if we do, it's it's not it's not he's not going to Chelsea. He's not going to Arsenal. He's not he's not going to a place that's going to pay us a crazy amount of money. Yeah, he's he's is he better than Major League Soccer today? Absolutely, unequivocally. Is he is he so great? That he's going to, all these European clubs are going to be knocking on the door. The Galaxy are offering, if let's say the Galaxy are offering 10 and Boca want 15. There, what team in Europe right now can't pay that dude $15 million if he's that great? Mm-hmm. Like you can get him for 15. If you can get him for 15, why wouldn't you? I don't think, I, I think we buy him and he, maybe he hangs out here for a couple of years. Maybe he heads to like a lower level Spanish side. But where is he going? That's sitting. That's handing us a fat paycheck. He was statistically one of the best players in Major League Soccer last year, undoubtedly. At least last season, there's a reason we're still the one team negotiating with Boca Juniors. So, is you think he's suffering from the same thing that Araujo's kind of suffering from? Teams are like, "Hey, he was a good player on a crappy team. We don't really know how good he is." He he is he is amazing. He was in Major League Soccer and they managed four wins. Like it hurts. I think it it hurts. It hurts a profile 
and at a time where money is in a crunch around the world. That's not where you're not, you're not taking a flyer out on a guy who was amazing on a terrible team in major league soccer. Yeah. 50 million to hell of a flyer. It's a lot, it's a lot of money, man. And so it's like, if you, I don't know what number people think we're flipping this guy for, because he's, he's not going up against Matt Hedges and Walker Zimmerman when he, when he goes to England or when he goes to Spain. And those teams are aware of that. They're aware of the fact that the players he's playing are going to be drastically better over there. They all could get him for the same price we're offering him right now. And the Galaxy are still negotiating. Right. So I'm not I'm not I'm not stressed. If if Greg I I trust I I want to trust Greg with a DP spot. So what what would you prefer? Do you prefer a Pavone, a known quantity for us? Or would you prefer Greg have someone who who he can bring in that he feels would best suit the team. Um, I am a proponent of giving the new administration as much room and flexibility as possible. I don't, I don't want to be, and we'll talk about when we get into more into Greg, I don't want to be um, judging the new administration. Sorry. Travis says uh, we can sell him to Wolfsburger. We can let him go for free in a couple years. Yeah. Wolfsburger. <laughs> Um, I, I just don't want to be in a position where I'm judging Greg for the past GBS's players, yeah. like people often judge GBS for Ziggy's players. Um, you know, Ziggy and at Ziggy's least, Kurt, but Ziggy at least Kurt got Kurt. to come in and sign players while Kurt was forced to play children. Yeah, but you know, for for year one of GBS, he was playing Ziggy's guys. By year two, it was his team. He had re-signed everyone. He had promoted everyone. It was his group of guys. I don't. I. I'm not going to judge him for what the, for having to. I don't want to judge any manager for having to play. Chris Klein's bad signings. And I want to give Greg the room to grow and develop, and fail if necessary, succeed if 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 possible. I'm not opposed to an open. De- if if I woke up tomorrow and I said Christian Pavon was back, I'm thrilled, because he's a great player, and and I would I would assume the new boss is saying, yeah, I want to sign off on keeping that great guy. He's, a, he's an amazing talent. Mm-hmm. Because then, at that point, Christian Pavone's not a GBS guy. He's a Greg Vanny guy. And if he fucks up or it doesn't work out, that's a Greg Vanny decision. Or at least that's that's where, uh, uh, in part, a blame should be laid. As a, ma- as a manager in the league, he certainly got to watch Christian play. He's seen it. He's seen what he brings to the table. He decided, yes, I still want to keep that while I got it. Uh, then, then all for it. I personally, I would rather give Vanny and, and uh, the new administration uh, some room to grow. Big Tony, same question to you: Would you would you keep Pavone or would you let Greg uh, have his own guy to bring in? I, you know, I would have to see bring it up to Greg. But my the thing that scares me is that both Karoski and Klein have jobs still, and I can only imagine them just screwing it up so if vanny wanted to bring it back uh pavone absolutely bring him back but if it's going to be somebody new and klein and krofsky get in there and they screw it up it I, we're doomed i i do have it on i do have it on very good authority from uh, a friend in major league soccer who said v- during contract negotiations uh, Vanny was demanding uh, 
a level of control over scouting, which historically is is Karofsky's chief job. That's a, that's allegedly that's his big contribution to everything. Um, which is why, like, if if Pavone works, then I imagine Vanny got reports on what was available around the world, and he looked and 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 said, "Hey, this is this is the direction we're going to go." Um, you know, maybe you can, it, if you can keep Pavone, you can figure out a way to get Jonathan down to a TAM contract. Then I, I, I'm cool. I'm gravy. Pavone, Pavone is amazing. Yeah. But as long as you're, as, as long as you're tied to Jonathan and Javier for at least another year, bringing in Pavone is tough for me because I've already seen what those three do together. I've already seen that quasi work. And it and it didn't. Really. Yeah, as I was say, not work. But so it's yeah. like if if you have an open spot to make some moves, and you can get someone who is more directly complementary to Hernandez or to Jonathan or to whomever the right winger is, um, you know that would be great. Listening to to Vanny's press conference today, um, when they ask about transfers that need to come in, he doesn't say a left wing player. He specifically says a right wing player and defenders. Um, if you lose Pavone. Unless you're starting Kai Kareniak, you need a left wing player too. So it, it was interesting that he specifically noted we need a right wing player, and we need defenders. Not we need a left, we need a left wing player. So uh, perhaps a little clue that they're they're confident that they're going to get uh, Pavone over the line. DTK could use a win. And if Greg is okay with it, I mean, if it sounds like he's they're not looking for a left winger, I mean, all good. Yeah. What this is the thing. Whatever whatever Greg is good with. I'm good. If the boss is fine with that, then I'm then I'm good. Because then it's on him when it doesn't work out. So let's talk about the boss then. Oh, the new boss, God. the new gaffer. Greg Vanny. Chris is going to get ready. He's preparing. All right. You know, we talked about feelings and emotions earlier. What are you guys feeling? What are your what are your emotions after the signing? Anyone is welcome to go before me. You're all open, open court. Big Tony, I'll throw it to you first. What are, what are your, what are your feelings on, on signing Greg? I'm happy because I've always liked Vanny. It's, you know, one of the original players bringing him back. That made me super happy. Um, again, I still, I, I still worry about Klein, Karofsky screwing things up, forcing in players into the roster that, you know, that Vanny doesn't want. But again, if, if Vanny has that control, then maybe this will be good. Maybe he can build for the future, you know, have a long-term plan that actually will work and, you know, get us back to where we should be. I think, I think at least be competitive. Yeah. I think even mentioned it too. Like it's, it's a project. It's not something that's going to be overnight. Like, you know, he's here for a longer haul. So hopefully, you know, the FO and the administration there are, you know, able to, to see that through, you know, it's not going to be easy the first year, even the second year, you know, who who knows what's going into the into you know two and three years. It's a project, but is this the, is actual time where you can say trust the process, and you're like, you know what, this might be a time to trust that process. Well, you know, look, we're we're on a path to something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We don't know what it is yet. You can be hopeful. You know, some people are pessimistic, what have you. But we're on a path towards something. Like now you can say, trust the process. What's the process? Getting the Vanny mentality, philosophy, um, 
the, the guy spoke in his uh, in his press conference today. Got to stop shipping goals. Number one, number one with the bullet. Got to stop shipping goals. We figure out all the other shit. Got to stop fucking shipping goals. Long as you're shipping goals, you don't stand a chance. It seemed it seemed like that's what would like was successful under the Bruce Arena age. Like you, he was he was the king of you know one nothing dirty wins. Like you still one nothing is you still win. Fanny is the best branch off of the Bruce Arena tree that we could have got that was available that we could have gotten. You want you want to I I I want to win. I don't need, I don't need. I just want to stop looking embarrassing. As, I don't need as, any of the like, shit. The minimum. The minimum is I don't want to look embarrassing out there. Yeah, but like I don't need any of the bullshit. I don't need, I don't need the like weird connection everyone made with Boca Juniors in the last two years because GBS was from there. I don't need any of that. I don't need any of the Piojo gifts because he cares so much about where the Club America's. I don't need any of that. I don't need any of that bullshit. I just need a guy who's like, hey, you know, you know what? David Bingham's not good enough. You know what? You, let, me, let me tell you something real quick. It's weird that Jorgen Stjelvik's on a five-year deal and nobody fucking answers for yeah. it. I need, I need one person in the administration who's honest enough to say, we've been fucking up. That's it. And like listening to Greg today, the one, the one line that I kept, he didn't say it. And because he's not going to, his fucking boss is sitting two feet to the right of him. Cut the guy some slack. But the one thing that I kept hearing from him, that I kept feeling from him rather, was somebody's been fucking this whole shit up for a long time. When I left, we were on the road to something. And now that I got to come back, I got to come back and fix your shit. Fuckers. That's what I kept hearing from Greg Van. Well, you, I mean, it's, it's definitely in the subtext of like, we got to bring, you know, got to make the galaxy, you know. The galaxy. The galaxy again. It's just got to be the galaxy. Yeah. Make America... Galaxy the galaxy again. again. I mean, it's it's no one's using those letters, right? No, no. Okay, one. we should make hats. What color? It's really important. Super, super important question. I'm thinking. You know what? Just to make because we already use a blue, white, and a gold, so we don't. Yeah, we have trademarking a, issues. So for sure, white. For like maybe the lettering. It's got to be. It's got to be white. It's got to be white on the lettering. It's got to be white. Um, and then. Just so we can stand out, maybe red. I feel like we're losing all of our parlor fans now. Do you know about parlor? I got a parlor. Yeah. I got a parlor. Just so I can read all the crazy shit people are saying. I got enough. I got enough of it in my life, man. It's it's pretty bad. Yeah, no. It's, it's really questionable. Um, but anyway. Uh yeah, I I like the idea of you can tell me trust the process today. Because you got you got the best guy on the board. And it might be the first time you're actually like, okay. Yeah. You got, well, the last time I was told to trust the process that I was willing to listen to was when Anolfo got hired because we had we had a process. Yeah. We were trying to promote kids from the second team straight into the first team, trying to do a, a, a La Masia thing where they're all they're all just going to get their experience on the field together, figure it all out together and move forward. That was a process. It was a failed process. You didn't like the process, but it was a, it was it was a moving towards. something. Yeah. It wasn't just shuffling the deck chairs on the Titanic and, and trying to figure out for the next game. Vanny may be terrible next year. He might be bad next year. That's entirely, he may have four wins. He might have a GBS 2020, four, four wins and terrible. That might happen. The dude's got some really, really big contracts 
starting starting position contracts that he can't move, that he, he period, flat out can't move. So next season might just be about figuring out which G2 players can contribute. Maybe next year is about figuring out which guys you can live with and you can live without. It's part of the reason you're willing to let Joe Corona go. You don't you don't like it? Yeah, I, I get it. But Perry Kitchen outperformed him. Dot dot the end. Period. Jonathan Dos Santos on a designated player contract. Even if you're getting him off a DP contract, it's going to be on an extension, so that you don't have a lot of room there. Sasha Kleshin sounds like he's willing to take even less money to hang out for another year. So what do you undo? You got to make moves. You, you got to you you have to give this guy some space to work with we have i think they said we have 13 people on books right now signed contract so that's in. that's that's one of my questions is what do you think vanny is going to do differently than you know past coaches how do you mean like so you know we, we listened to his his press conference earlier um you know what do you think he's going to bring to this team that a gbs couldn't bring uh a siggy on his second stick couldn't bring uh, well, I think there is going to be a level of, um, I think there's going to be a level of education on expectation. I think that's probably the best way to say it. Um, I don't think GBS got it. I don't think he really got it. Like, I, I think he was, he is the Boca guy and he was the Lanaus guy. And, and when he was in Major League Soccer, he was the crew guy. I don't think he got you're in the you're in the biggest job in your area. You're in the biggest job where you're at right now. No, you're not a Boca. But you're in the biggest job that you've got in this country. People are watching you, their expectations. With those expectations are gonna come these people behind you. You know, they say they don't make roster moves, but you got these people behind you making clear roster decisions. And 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 manipulating uh, how your team is built, and how and and it's up to you to get the most. Greg says it probably nine, ten times in his press conference today. It's up to me to get the most out of what I have. Where reports were out about GBS that the the what was it? The practices were literally do what I said better, do what I said harder, do what I said faster. Just keep doing what I said is correct what i said works it's it's the plan it's what we're going with you just need to execute on that better than you were executing on it before it doesn't work greg talks in in the in the press conference day and if you get a chance it's about 45 minutes check it out yeah it reminds me of the the whole like don't practice free kicks because you, you don't Beckham. need him you have beckham yeah beckham there's a famous rude hula quote you no need to practice uh, set pieces when you got david beckham who scored none while rude hula was here um, what I think he's going to do different in part, at least specifically the GBS is an air of flexibility towards the pieces he has, because you, you have to, you have to work with what you got, because as he says, I got to get the most out of what I have. He says it in the, in the briefing, whether it's a three, five, two, four, four, two, four, three, three, all of those. And he he's, he says the right things. It's, it is, it is objectively, the thing you want to hear, not just from from a former player standpoint and not just from the standpoint that I think a lot of people are looking at him as from the he's a G, he's one of us, blah, blah, blah. That, that's great. All that stuff is great. I love bleep, no one more than me 
loves the the pandering and the the the, the yeah how long <laughs> how long do you think that'll last like the good feeling of... if they're if they're smart if they're smart it will last a while yeah. if they're smart it should last some time but I, I love the I love the the fan appreciation and the 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 fan service and the you know we're here we're here you know it's not the five trophies we won it's the trophies we're winning I'm here for all that I love it thinking deeper about what he says. 352-442-433, they're all tools to implement what the philosophy we're working on. What does that mean? The formation doesn't matter. The formation has never mattered. If you don't understand what we're trying to do, if you're not working to try to get us to what, to, to what we've been talking about or what we've been training for all week, the formation I put you in doesn't fucking matter. Look at GBS last year. Whether it was the final four four two with Yanni Gonzalez up top, whether it was the four two three one he he stayed dedicated to, whether it was the four three threes that we trotted out in practice, none of them mattered because nobody understood the philosophy of what he was trying to impart on them. Because the tactical philosophy was play this way and go do it better than you did it last time. So as 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 Greg is saying, I'm going to be flexible because I have to get the most out of what I got. But the focus has to be on what you have, not not what I'm doing next year. I Believe me, I've already started thinking about what we're going to do for 2022, what we're going to do for 2023, because those are the years I'm actually going to judge this guy on. 2021, to a part, you're, you're playing with a dead hand. So, Tuck, suppose he plays a, a 4-2-3-1. Okay. I mean, we talked extensively about how Chicharito doesn't function well. As a lone striker, it doesn't. It historically has not worked. Yeah, you still feel the same way. Like say half the season in, and he's still playing the same formation. Uh, but I think I think what Chris was talking about how he's not gonna he's not a guy who's gonna stick to a formation because the formation. Well, so, well that, that's exactly what I'm saying. But suppose he, he I, he's I historically would. played a four two three one. Oh, there's Toronto. a lot of four two three one. Like this, most of this last season was a lot of four two three one. A little bit of four three three. Um, a lot of four one four one, which I which just enticing to me because you can play kitchen in that hole. It's just beautiful. Um, then you get a more of uh, a runner next to Jonathan. Just let him sit back and spray passes. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> he's like he's he's gone somewhere. Yeah. Well, the moment you said four two three one, I was like, okay, who do I have? Like, who can I? Where can I put people? Um, look, a four two three one can be successful with Javier Hernandez. It just couldn't be successful with Javier Hernandez based on the pieces we had last year. You weren't going to, as long as you weren't going to start Efren Alvarez at the 10, you didn't have an actual recognized number 10. You had Sebastian Legette running his ass off, but the bottom line is you had an out of shape, uh, unfit, seemingly disinterested center forward. If, if you can, if you can smack him and get his head dialed in straight and you can get an actual number 10, you can get an actual attacking midfielder. Maybe that'll work. Maybe it'll work. I don't know. I I, I gotta see, you gotta see the way you gotta see the way Greg plays and the way Greg lines up. It's way way way. Yeah, because I, I guess it would depend if we're gonna continue to cross a ball into a box rather than play it on the ground. Yeah, if we're, if we're playing GBS ball, it then won't, it's not what is work. even the we'll, fucking we'll point? The, yeah. Um, but it's it's thirteen rostered players. It's it's much too hard. It's much too early to to really concern yourself about how we're going to play but uh it's it's you know there's there's a lot of time 
they they made sure Greg at least got the perception of having the entire window. Yeah. Um, the perception that any you know any soon to be announced player signing is Greg's decision, uh, which it very well may be. I'm sure. I, I I'm sure he was working prior to the announcement. Um, so I'm, I'm hopeful for him. I got I've I've have big hopes, big expectations. All right, Tony. Um, I'm gonna give you this question, and before we before we uh let you go, um, what what do you want? Greg to bring to this team that you haven't seen in a while? Championship. <laughs> oh, that's an easy one. Yeah, yeah championship. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I actually, I want to see positive soccer. I want to see something that I can sit there and watch and I'm not disappointed in, even if we win. I want to be, I want to see their, them to play stuff and say, yeah, they are playing good. They're playing well. And, you know, they look attractive on the field. They, you know, you know, not can't do it without Rolf, of course. But um, sorry, uh, um, we uh, you know playing Rolf. solid soccer. You know, solid fun- fundamentals, not lazy players being out there, not like horribly inept back lines that are you know that are completely disconnected from each other, that don't play off each other. Uh, players who don't run for each other. I want to have guys out there who actually care about the team and about each other who don't have that. Yeah. I think that's one thing that he even mentioned is in his press, press conference too, is like, you know, he wants to see the team have more of the ball, which we didn't see a lot of, like we saw many teams, you know, dominate position against us. We would, you know, for the last, I mean, who, how many years we've been more of a counter pressing team just cause it's, we've had, you know, n- 10 guys and then Zlatan and we had, you the know, aging Robbie Keane. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's definitely it's definitely something that I'm excited to see, like us dictate games rather than be react like be reaction be reactionary to to the game. I I would just love to. I want to see Greg hopefully coach Fanny. Um, I would like to see him maximize on his roster. Let's stop the days of high price Siani, high price Chelvik, uh, uh, high price Pipo. Like let's stop the days of paying exuberant exuberant prices and salaries to guys who are doing nothing like nothing actively detracting from the team um if we can we can which is what you know that's what bruce excelled at right if bruce is paying you big money you were contributing or you were gone the next year well look how how many guys who he brought in was like one year guys tony sane uh, eddie lewis is here for what two years uh but even like the 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 guys who would bring in like um, like some guys from like Sweden, like he'd bring a one year guy, he'd bring him a one year. Oh, like a, uh, uh, Wilhelms. like a Wilhelms. Wilhelms yeah. Like it was a one year thing. These guys are in and out. Boom. Replaced next year. That's all you need. Every now and again, you just got to keep shuffling, man. You just got to keep actively shuffling that deck. Alrighty. Big Tony, anything before we, uh, we let you go, man. Uh, nope. I don't think so. I look forward to, uh, hopefully seeing people in person at, some point next year um that'll be my lightning round question you can save for then has has any as mls or the galaxy made any announcements of what they plan to do for next year um about you know actually allowing people there in person and you know making it safe for everyone well i mean you see all this this past season where it's it, it depends on you know the 
the cities or whatever the 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 state's guidelines on on letting people you know go to sporting events or go to, to venues or whatever i will wait for my vaccine yeah kindly yeah yeah i'm not showing up until i get a vaccine right. i know that but it's it would be nice to have the mls say hey this is what's actually happening yeah yeah that's the problem with having so many different you know such a big country too it's just different states are gonna have different you know guidelines and regulations so yeah. apparently, we'll there, apparently there's, there's some totally not states that you can just barge into buildings with guns and shit and nobody yeah. gets shot yeah don't worry about that all right, Slightly Tony. Lighter. Thank you so much for coming on, man. We really appreciate you you taking the time and and taking being here with us, man. We appreciate it all you do for the show, Tony. Yeah, seriously. Hey, no worries. It's always fun, and I love it when people play the uh, the prediction game. It's uh, <laughs> it keeps me very amused during the season. Oh yeah. yeah. So keep it up, everyone. Keep joining. Keep playing. Well, uh, I'll keep doing it for uh, every year, and I you know get in touch with the people who won. Uh, and make sure they get their booze for the next season. Awesome. Thank hey, you again, yo. Big Tony. Appreciate it, man. All right. Thanks, Tony. You cool. Know, Rock on, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. You know, Greg had a uh, 120, 112, 56, and 82 record in Toronto. Over 250 games. Score His team scored 423 goals in that time. Conceded 345. We scored 375 in that time. And conceded 358. Like... It's gonna be fun. It's not. It's not. You know. It ain't Josie up there. But the guys found a way. To, he <laughs> just, has, just he, wait till twenty twenty two, and we're getting Josie on a, on a Tam deal. Let's, let's go. Enrage Andrew. <laughs> you get people who are like, you know, oh, that was all Giovinco. When it's like, you forget we had Zlatan for two years. Yeah. Where the guy, the guy scored fifty four goals, something like that, in two years. I mean, pretty uh, pretty astounding numbers ben i didn't ask you what's what's your feelings on on greg and what do you think he's gonna bring to this team that's different from the past regimes uh that's a good question man the the one thing i hope he brings i'm not sure he's gonna bring because it's not solely dependent on him is i i want to see him bring this team back together i want to see this i want to see the players play for each other yeah i think that's what big tony mentioned a little bit too like he wants everyone playing for each other exactly you you know i i want to see this team, how it was under Bruce, where you know what, when one guy gets taken out, you know there's three guys pushing that that guy, mm-hmm. you know. So, well, it reminds hope- me of like I, like was it was it last year this year where uh, it was against LAFC and like Araujo got into it with like one of the players and yeah, like, and there's like three LAFC guys around him. Didn't and seen was, any of the yeah. galaxy, but yeah. No, nah, it was the one where where Hernandez got all crazy. He was oh, like, that's the one. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Hernandez, right? See, look. You see, I'm def- I'm out here well, defending he's, he's, Javier Hernandez. And y'all gonna call me racist? Well, his his thing is for his community Americans. That's but, why. But Ed, you know, Ed says it, and everybody just just overlooks it like it's no big deal. Just completely forgets. What did I say? You forget completely forgot Hernandez was like mixing because some shit up. He's forgettable. It's, it's, but that's racist, Ed. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, you know, Fuck it him. is what it is, dude. <laughs> oh. They, <laughs> Uh, Bob Sakamano, Michael Bradley coming to the Galaxy question? Oh, Greg seemed like he was a fan. Oh, my God. L- let me get let me get a center midfield tandem of Michael Bradley and Jonathan DeSantis. Can you imagine Michael Bradley? For the community. Michael Bradley scoring a goal against LAFC. <laughs> Giving his dad the finger. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Dad. Fucking blow. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it's – and look, it's it's early – and yes, we we can get excited because it's it's hope, right? Like that's what's that's the whole thing of like getting this new coach and happy times are here again. Yeah, um, 
and I understand it's it's tempered expectations because yes, we still do have Karofsky and we still do have Klein as as the president. So I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely hesitant when it comes to those guys, but I, I'm I'm very confident that Greg is going to do an amazing job. Look at look what he did in Toronto. Toronto was a dumpster fire, like worse than us. Toronto. Well, look, not even worse than us. If you are old enough in Major League Soccer to remember, Toronto FC was a joke. It was an absolute joke of an organization. They didn't make the play. They spent big money every year, huge money every year. Sold out their stadium. Maybe not every game, but a lot. They were they were one of the early heavy attenders in Major League Soccer back in the day. Literally never made the playoffs. Never. Horribly managed general managers and head coaches having public falling outs. They were just a complete joke of an organization. Greg Vanny came in, settled that whole shit down. Settled it down immediately. And, and, and made slow, incremental progress. And ended up winning the MLS Cup. Won, I, won what they call the MLS treble. They won the Canadian, what is it, Canadian Super Cup or Canadian Canadian whatever. The Voyager Cup. Thank you, fucking Canuck, Ben. Uh, they won the Voyager Cup. And is that really what it's called? They yeah. won the, the, the Voyager Cup and the Supporter Shield and MLS Cup in the same year. But Greg turned them into, a, if you think TFC is respectable at all, I think they finished second in the East last, last season. Greg Berhalter played a huge reason, played a huge part of it. And the, the other aspect that we didn't talk about, the aspect I'm probably happier about than Greg Vanny. Not only did he play a huge role, but Dan Kalishman did. Yeah. Big, uh, I, think, I think it's getting buried a little bit with him, too. Like, Big Dan, who, who cares about Greg Vanny? Who cares? He's all right. Dan Kalishman, Ed, is coming home, as as it should be, as as – as the as the the gods predicted themselves, Ed. And if you guys don't know Dan Kalishman, bone up a little bit. This is first, first, first LA Galaxy captain. Big sexy Dan Kalishman. Yeah, I mean, do you have any information behind that? Like, it's kind he's of got ma- he's got a massive penis, Ed. It kind of feels like out of nowhere that girthy. Wow. Yeah, it's got a solid base, like a like a like a tree in Avatar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. George, thank you. Dan Kalishman has red hair. Um, this is a solid, solid, uh, uh, yeah, solid dick base. And, um, yeah, that's, I mean, what more do you need to know? Well, that's know? definitely the information that I was asking for. I assumed. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I'm here for. Give you measurements of Dan Kalishman's penis. But I, I think, yeah, thank you. Now I'm trying to move on from this and it's just awkward. Yeah. Um, if you try climbing it from the base head, it gets it's a bigger tree. It's like a. Like a like a beanstalk. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> gotta grab those. Ve- gotta grab those veins. <laughs> you, gotta use, you gotta use like the 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 mountain climber. Oh yeah, like yeah, powder right. and your hands to keep them nice and warm. You don't want them too cold, Ed. No. Not if you're trying to get to the clouds. And then you spelunk into the the dick hole. Ooh, the dick hole. Yeah. Sorry, what were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> I have no idea anymore. Dan Kalishman. We're back, baby. Episode two hundred. Yeah. You thought it'd been different? Nah, uh-huh. same old bullshit. You got. I'll tell you this one. I, I am, I'm actively hoping Robin Fraser gets fired at Colorado, so he can be brought on as a sister. Bro, it's, it's class of '98. Let's get him back together. Let's get the band back together, dude. Let's do it. 
Kalishman. What? You're not you're not stoked about Kalishman? Oh, I am. I'm absolutely. I think I love the the aspect of like, I think and it, and it's been a thing where where people have have mentioned where it's the galaxy don't feel like the galaxy anymore. It doesn't feel like a dominant team, and I feel like Greg and Dan are gonna bring that back. Some element. Some element of it, right? It may, I, I'll be honest with you. Genuinely, when I when I saw Kalishman was coming back. And I understand this guy's not really a popular figure, and understandably, but it made me really wish the Pete Viana's general manager tenure never happened, and like he was someone you could kind of bring around. Bring him back. But as someone who understood, say whatever you want about Pete as a general manager, the guy always understood what it meant to play for the Galaxy, like to to be a G meant something to him Mm -hmm. on a personal level. It meant something to him. Um, you know, it's not to not to lean back into this too much, but it's the same thing with Trump. And he's president, like he's a fucking executive producer of a reality show. He is doing what executive producers of reality shows do. He just happens to be president. You should not make that person president. Pete Viannis should never have been general manager. It, it, was he good at that? Absolutely, he was terrible. But he's not a fucking executive, and he's not a general manager. He is a guy who understands what it means to play for the Galaxy and to be a Galaxy player. I saw someone on Twitter was like, Tucker for Galaxy head coach. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? Me? No. No, you don't want that. I hold grudges, and I'm petty. Like, we, don't, <laughs> we don't need shit like that. You, you, you want someone who is cold and uh, objective and just looks at the facts of what's going on. And hopefully is tactically better at soccer than I am. It's that's the part that's unnerving when you should be tactically better than me and I'm being able to point out what you're gonna do ahead of time. That that's that should be alarming for that's you. That's a little scary. That should be alarming yeah. if you're in charge. But you shouldn't want me. You should want someone who is skilled and prepared at that job. So I you know, it's all to say I wish Pete was in a position where he could come back around in a positive way. I don't I think that ship has sailed for a little bit. Uh, and that'll take a little bit of time, but I love living in a world where I'm going to get I'm going to get pictures of Dan Kalishman and Jonathan Dos Santos as the the two Galaxy captains that you know bookend our, our tenure. I would love some miracle of events where I can get a picture of Dan Kalishman and Yella Von Dom standing next to each other, like two big hulking, crunching tackle, fucking psychopathic defenders that have been captains for the Galaxy. I would love you know, I get to dream about things like that now because Kalishman's back. I mean, shit like that makes me happy. So I wanted to speak to you guys about, you know, it is the New Year's, you know, and we, you uh, dream of it'd be New Year, New Me, right? You, What is a New Year's resolution, right? Um, so I want to move on to the topic of what do you want to see in a galaxy in 2021? And we went over it a little bit. And if you guys want to call in and, and give us your galaxy New Year's resolutions, uh, give us a call at 562-641-5277. That's 562 562- Six four one five two seven seven. Let us know. We want to hear from you guys. We want to hear from you. Uh, what What do you want to see from the galaxy in you know this upcoming season, twenty twenty one? New Year's resolution. Yeah. What do you want to see with from this team? What do I want to see? I want to. I want to. I, I just want to visualize one. Just one. I don't want to be greedy. I'll take more, but I just want to. I want to see one, Chicha Hattrick. And I want to see the way the world reacts. First game, let's do it at the opener. Yeah, why not? Let's just do it at the opener. Let's get out of the way. Let's come out scoring bangers. Yeah. One Chicha hat trick. 
and then I can die a happy man. That seems positive, right? I can imagine your mentions on social media after he scores a hat trick. It's because people are stupid. It's because people are people are because people have decided what they want to decide, and they've they've made up their mind. Instead of being like, "Holy shit, Tucker's really stoked." His team had a player score a hat trick, which seems like it would make the most sense to everyone. Now it'll be like, no, you hate it on her. No, no. See, in my head, I meant like everyone just tagging you and just saying chicha. Yeah. Oh yeah. That did happen when he scored. My fucking my Twitter mentions exploded. <laughs> uh, that's what I imagine if he does a hat trick in the home opener. Oh yeah, let's do it. Or the season opener, whatever. Let's do it, man. I just want I want everyone. I want everyone to be happy. And it's it's strange because you're all Galaxy fans and it seems like you have contradicting desires. Like the people like the Galaxy fans who actively dislike uh, Javier Hernandez to the point that they're like, "See, he didn't score." <laughs> Instead of being like, "Well, it sucks he didn't score." Yeah, it's their we team. Need like, him to score. need him to score. We need him to be better. All right, caller. 323. Three, you're on the Take air. Sets, press 1. To send oh, a voicemail, press 2. Person. Come on. There you go. Hello, caller. Hello? We can yes, hello. Hello. <laughs> Who does be? Oh, this is Kevin from LA. Kevin, hey, turn down your uh your whatever you're listening to us. It's on. like we're not on the radio. <laughs> I know it's on the radio. Oh, it's on mute. Oh, okay. It's well, on mute. It's, it's, okay. it's probably Ben's fault, so it's all good. Kevin, what's going on, man? What can we what do you want to talk about? What can we help you with? I was gonna say that too. Uh I wanna talk about maybe like how like season ticket holders feel. And like in regards to all this, like I like I have a season ticket with my pop, mm-hmm. and I'm just we're like constant battle back and forth whether like like he wants to go. He's like they're not showing enough for the team, and I'm like, come on, we got to trust the process. And like uh, I'm on his side too, but I have to argue the other side because like we gotta go back forever, Fiel, LA Galaxy. Here's here's my here's my, my like, quick point on it. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, man. Talk to me, talk to me. Um, my, my oh, no, point, no, 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 talk to me, talk to me. My talk. point, uh, my, my thing on this is you do what you want to do, man. Like, if you feel like you, you're supporting by, by keeping your season tickets, good on you, dude. If you feel like, um, you want to, you know, show the team that you're not, you're, you're, you want to. You want to vote with your money. You vote with your money. That's cool, too. I, I, I would say to all Galaxy fans, you're not a better fan because you have season ticket hold, you have season tickets. You're not a better fan because, you know, you bought. Every year's jersey, it's you know, be cool to each other. What's what's the point of just because you're seen ticket older, like you're better than some people like some people like gatekeeping. You know, you see people who are like, I've been a fan since such and such. What do you know about this? And it's like, well, mm. you're st- but you're an asshole. That's a good point, Chris. Like, no, so, most definitely. But so you showed up in I mean, 1997. I guess, like, I guess, like on our side, it's, I mean, it's like I guess it's more like it's not about. It's like. Aside from aside from the front office, it's like this is this is a not their club. This is our club. This is my club. Yeah, I get to go and I'll go over there, and I'll I'll leave at the 80th minute when I'm upset, so I could be yeah. traffic. But like you know, oh, it's just so upsetting. I'm still I'm still gonna do it. What is that stimulus check for? If not for my season <laughs> that stimmy now? baby, hey, that government stimmy pay for your season ticket holder. There you go, right this, there. This is what I'll tell you. This is and this is look. And this is the way you should take any advice on season tickets. This is just my opinion. What you choose to do is your business. For for certain clubs around the world, and even certain clubs in America, season ticket is a um, is a privilege in itself. It is difficult to acquire, and once you have it, 
you kind of want to hold on to it because you may not get it back. We've talked about it on the show. Uh, uh, Portland Timbers, when they are negotiating with their front office, the concept of dropping season tickets literally never comes up because every member of the Timbers Army knows how hard it's going to be to get that ticket back if they give it up. That is not the problem in Los Angeles. And it, from from a from a team perspective, that Timbers problem is a great problem to have because you know that person isn't turning in that season ticket. You know you're going to be maxed out on your season ticket sales. For the Galaxy, let's be realistic. Let's be honest with ourselves. You can buy a walk-up ticket to most games every single week. If you're a member of a supporters group, you can just go to where the ACB hangout pregame. You can go to where Lars hangs out pregame. You can go to where Galaxy Outlaws hang out or, or, or the Galaxians, what have you, and usually grab a ticket from one of them. Go into that match. Not a problem. Season tickets for Galaxy fans is a message of support for the administration making decisions. If you personally or your father or Ed or anybody else listening, if you personally disagree with either the people in charge or the decisions that the people in charge are making, don't purchase a season ticket. That's the thing they want you to do the most. That's the thing they want you to do the most. If if it's a matter for me, if it's a matter of of uh, uh, mental well being and not having to struggle to find a ticket for individual games or just to not think about it or what have you, or you're a member of a supporters group and you want to make sure your season ticket number is going to that supporters group to help them in their negotiations with the front office, all of those are great reasons to get a season ticket. If you're just a, if you're a season ticket holder in 106 or in 109 or, or 115 or whatever. Season tickets is a mark of, in part, acceptance and in part, support for Klein and the administration and the decisions they're making. Um, if that works for you, then great. And if it doesn't, then, you know, I shouldn't even say great. I don't care either way. But it's it's your it's your <laughs> decision and it's your choice. Um, just understand where it goes and how they value it. Thank you, Kevin. Oh, oh no. On. But thank you. No, no, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. No, thanks for calling, man. Long time. Appreciate was, it, man. I've been running to you guys at LA Galaxy 2 games. Uh, keep, keep it going, guys. Keep it going. Shout out, man. What's his name? Kevin. 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 You come say hi next time, sir. Remind me that you, you called in here. I'll do my best to remember. Oh. Okay, for sure, for sure. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good night. I'll thanks. keep listening, okay? Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Well, that was nice. Uh, if you guys want to call in... Um, Give us a call, 562-641-5277. If you have any questions or you want to talk about anything, it's open. The, the, the line is open, baby. Yeah, I'd like to do like a pre-planned. If you have a favorite moment from the 200 episodes we've done, call it in. You got one? What's yours? If you, if you had to go, what's what's your... All the stupid, dumb accents we've done over the last 200 episodes. <laughs> That's led us to like the greatest thing like Jamaican Hitler. Yeah, man. And to just like... Just all the terrible, terrible accents we've done over the 200 episodes. Well, the thing is, we're not good. And it's usually like, it's usually an episode, every episode we usually do an accent. Yeah. I feel like I had an accent for you before we started recording, but I don't You did. It was. it was like a weird, like, low, gravelly <laughs> voice, which is the opposite of my voice. You weren't, you weren't here, but I was a big fan of, I listened to this one recently. Not recently, but a couple months ago. Um, I think it's episode 74. And it's the it's the squad cast immediately after um, the LAFC game. I wasn't there that episode, yeah. And I, I I've I've listened back to it. I like Ben was like, I'll just ask Tucker questions and let him talk for two hours. And I was like, you motherfuckers! I fucking told you. 
uh, that was uh, that was that was good fun for me. And and when uh, I told some like long winded story about Gilbert being raped by a bus driver, <laughs> and then and then he immediately was like, "Hey man, I got you FIFA." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, I'm sorry." Like the day after that he got you, he like literally had you the newest FIFA and you're like. The moment after I was like, or like 10 minutes after I was like, you're getting sodomized by a bus driver and he's just, he's running through you. And he's like, oh, I thought I did something nice for my friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then, I mean, there's always like the first um, Super Pod was always cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the crunk episode when we we're just playing. uh yeah. Man, let me get some. Let me get some Atlanta. Since Georgia is saving the world, there you go. Yeah, let me get some. Uh, let me get some. Like some some, some yin yang twins. What's a did the whisper song? No, because that's that's too sexual. It's well, it's it's it's. Uh... <laughs> I googled yin yang twins, and the first thing to come up is what is the yin yang twins' disability? Oh, that's the first thing that people ask about. Yeah, you know you can. You can you can understand. You see where, <laughs> you see where they're coming. You know, look, we don't want it to be the case, but you see where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I mean, I get it. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. If you guys have a favorite moment, you guys want to talk to us, give us a call. 562-641-5277. Oh, here we go. There it is. I was like, what is the... Yeah, because someone, I think it was uh, our good friend Bixby was like, I miss when the Squadcast would just play random music in the background. Benjamin. Yeah, that, that was... That... That was probably my favorite episode. <laughs> the crunk episode. Yeah, the crunk episode. What what came up with like why did we just not care? We just we just kept playing it. It was just okay. like yeah, people and then, and then people were sending in requests. Yeah, that's right. We were doing a request line. Yeah. From the window. But that, that tells you how bad the team was at that time too. We, we were, were just, just like, like screw yeah. it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin, what do you have a favorite moment from the last two hundred episodes? Man, we Tucker and I were talking about this last time. Like, I can't believe we're like here at two hundred. You know, it's like, crazy. I mean, I, I think I told you guys like, yeah, it was like it was early. It was like in the twenties. Uh huh. And um, man, that's a long time ago. This is like three years we've been together. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be four years this year. Yeah. Doing the podcast. It's like crazy, man. Huh? You know? Yo, my... <laughs> Can I get some some freak elite was... by Petey Pablo? That, that, that sticker behind you. That, um, oh, the one that I made? Yeah, yeah. The one that you, that was, it was the, the episode after you were selling those for two bucks. No, I was, it, a was, dollar. it was a dollar. Right, here we go. We got another call, another 323. Three. It's ruining my fucking... Press one this time to remember. Yeah. 323, three, three, you're on there. What's going on? What's up, boys? Happy New Year. What's good? Who's this? Happy New Year. How good are you? It's Luis from... Oh, uh, Luis. Of course. One, three, eight. What's going on, sir? All right. Oh, nothing much, man. Just wanted to say, uh, Ben, play Freak a Leak by PD Pablo. Christmas. Are, are you Pedro gl- Pablo. Mr. Luis, are you glad the uh, the holiday season is over? No, man. I'm getting boned. Re- I'm oh, like 14 hours. Less man. hours now? <laughs> they, yeah, man. They're killing me, man. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. But it's uh, rather Same have thing. an abundance of work than a shortage of work. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. I get you. So I, feel I can't complain. I should I shouldn't complain, man. Good to see you guys looking tan like a golden little bear. Well, baby, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my yeah. I'm, I'm doing my daily walks, so I'm getting out there, getting the sun. I, like a golden I little it, baby. bear. Good job. Keep it up. Keep it up. You too, Chris. You look very good. I like the I like the lineup. 
Thank you, sir. I'm, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's all my boo, man. That's all. Oh, oh, shit. Here we go. Here you uh, go for you, sir. Uh, uh, all right, guys. Thanks a lot, guys. Huh? All right, brother. Good work. Good to see another episode happening. Thank you, sir. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, brother. I think the last like half hour of the show is going to be us playing music. Oh. Blowing everyone's speakers out right now. I just want to listen to the song. I just got a I just got a tweet that said you just made my Google Mini by Esteban Vanny. So at Cosme SC underscore Esteban. Uh, just tweeted me and said, you just made my Google Mini tell me their disabilities. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Before we get out of here, you guys want to do some more uh, resolutions for the team? Sure. We're going to play. We do got a couple lightning rounds. We got a couple lightning And um, got a guess for the lightning round. Really? Love that. So, so what do we... Oh, See, who could it be, Chris? Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, let's. What do we have left? Let's run through what we got left really quick, so we can we can focus on on that back end and then wrap it up. So, do you want to go through the G2 stuff real quick? Let's knock that out really fast. All right. Um, not quite uh, a lot of going on right now with G2. Um, soon. Soon, soon. Uh, it's looking like Adrian Vera, longtime Galaxy player, longest, been with the team for five years. Um. Instagram posts suggesting that uh, he's going to be moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, Ivan Gutierrez signed with Phoenix, so yeah. potentially two wingers gone. Which is a, not even two wingers, two left wingers. Like they both play the same position. Um, Ivan Gutierrez was a little more surprising than Adrian Vera. I think we said at the, after the last game um, that it, it it seemed like when Vera got brought in, it was to give him kind of a or he got the, the start in the last game. And it was kind of to give him a final. It looked like it was to give him a final run out because Ivan Gutierrez had earned that that starting spot by then. Um, Ivan going to Phoenix is is great. You should probably look at it more like a promotion. Yeah. Um, and and Adrian Vera, one of the best teams in in, in, in USL the league. Yeah. And, and a team actively trying to make it to the first team. Adrian Vera a little more just seems like a guy who kind of ran his course and and we had seen everything we were going to see out of him. Um, we also had uh, Augie Williams putting out some some. Uh, I guess you can say cryptic tweets. Yeah. Talking about being underappreciated and, and he's just seeking an opportunity and, you know. But if you go through this, you know what I realized too, and I was going back to this, to this timeline, it's very like how you how we were like back in the old days, like MySpace, and we're just like, oh, I can't stand this. And then leave it like that and like fishing. Like it just seems very fishy. Looking for, for compliments and Yeah, hugs. yeah, yeah. Look, it's, it's a troubled time, man. It's a, it's a troubled world. You went all MySpace, that's what you're saying? Dude, if if you look through Augustine Williams' timeline on Twitter, and it's all like, you're better than this. Or, like, I'm not, you know, it's not stuff that, but it's like, stuff like that, where it's like, it just seems very fishy. Like, just looking for compliments. Just like or looking for like affirmations. Looking for like, nah, King, you're good. Like, you, you deserve a call-up to the Galaxy, the first team. <laughs> nah, King, you're good. Yeah, like, it just seems weird. <laughs> Greatest line I've ever heard from you. But what do you think if if Augie was like, you know, he, he's not going to get his opportunities the first team, so he goes like to another team. What do you? What do you? Well, I mean, I said that was my 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 most likely set of circumstances for him was we probably don't call him up because then we have three forwards of Hernandez, Augie, and Zubac. Leaves a space for one. Uh, realistically, and it, it really re- uh, relegates those two down. Um, I thought maybe he would end up. Let me get some David Banner. 
No, let me get some Lil Flip. No, someone requested a song. Did you see a band? What song? No, I didn't see it. All right, we'll do their request. That's more. Lobster and, and Scrimp by Timbaland. <laughs> this yeah. is from, from Bob Sakamo, Sakamano. 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 Um, yeah, I, I thought he may end up as a as a uh, a two striker at some lower MLS team, or um, yeah, because I think we I think this was was brought in like one of like the discords, maybe like on the Corner of the Galaxy Discord. Mm-hmm. You don't burn an international on a third string, third string forward, forward yeah. like He's a USL graduate. Yeah, which doesn't it just doesn't happen. You don't do it. But he came to America relatively young, so I wouldn't be surprised if he had a green card. We just didn't know about it. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, he had been in America. He's been in America for some time, um, so there is complete opportunity for it. But I, I could totally see him not getting an opportunity and deciding he's just going to move on. Um, well, because I mean, what are you gaining from him that you're you don't have in Zubac? Really? Like, is it a lot? Is it? Yeah. Okay. He probably. But if you've already if you've already gotten Zubac and retained Zubac and kept him on a multi year deal. You've kind of made your bet to that degree, but it's a new administration. I think it's still way too early. He may have gotten some word about them either moving on from from him or uh, wanting to retain him at G2. I do know come the 1st of January, they were going to start discussions on G2 contracts. So it, it definitely seems to be falling in line with Galaxy 2 or Galaxy's organization reaching out to G2 players and this guy immediately turning into like I feel like I'm not being appreciated I feel like I'm not being valued mm-hmm. and hey to his own if you don't watch G2 I'll tell you Augie Williams one of the best players we had last season if not the best player bar none hey King know your worth know your worth and you know what look he's not going to get what he he's not going to get what he deserves he's going to get what he negotiates Yeah. so if this helps him negotiate a better move for him then that's the move you got to make um I don't know that that it's at pause at a weird time. Like we all stopped, <laughs> we all literally stopped talking. The moment we stopped talking, it was like, yeah. And then that king's got a nigga. It was like, oh shit! I thought they were calling me. It, it was an awkward pause when you oh when you God. were talking. Uh, Katai's Katai's wife just came out of here and was like, nigga. <laughs> yeah, you forgot about that. That was this year. You forget about that shit. That was last year, man. Well, yeah, that was last year. But it was like new year. It's, it's all going. New year, new G's. Within the last 12 months, Tika Tai, uh, uh, what's his name? Ontiveros, and Kanye West was running for president. That was all in 2020. I think it's a great move. There was also uh, Alex Alcala uh, signed a professional contract with the Galaxies. It looks like he's going straight into G2. Yeah. Which is... Uh, a, lot of, a, a lot of talk was him starting with the academy. Then moving up to G two. That's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's looking like he's going straight. Going to straight get, to G two, which straight. is, which is great. He is. He'll be the youngest. Uh, if he is starting, which if we're trying to get him into the first, it sounds like I've been talking to some people. It sounds like the goal is to get that kid into the first team by a second year. Uh, I don't know that. I'm sorry. I'm still thinking of that pause. <laughs> <laughs> pause. I don't know if, if by year two uh, he'll be he'll be sized well enough for it. But um, I know the goal is to is to, to get him kind of bought in by year two and see if year one works out and, and see if he's ready for probably the reserve league. Probably more the reserve league. But um, 
He is. I don't know. Do you watch? Do you have him on Instagram? Yeah, I saw that. You saw the training footage. You, do you see this training footage, Ben? I, I'll tell you. If you guys haven't seen it, it's it's Instagram, so it's it, only 24 hours. It might be gone, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely gone by now. But unless you see games like stories, it's it's a, it's a skills highlights package, and uh, you know every obviously every person just puts their best foot forward. He's going to put the best film footage that he can to make him look as good as possible. I will tell you, as someone who watches the second team very well. It's going to sound creepy, but follows a lot of them on like Instagram and Twitter. They all post training footage. None of them can do what Alex Alcala can do. Period. I'm not trying to hype him up like crazy. I'm not trying to, to give you, um, I'm not trying to give you all these hopes of what this kid's going to be able to do in the future. All I can tell you is from the footage he posts regularly on his Instagram, none of our kids in the second team can do that. Most of our guys in the first team can't do it. So he, he is he is definitely a talent, and it, it is it is great that we're able to get a, get a hold of him, get him in, and who knows if he ends up launching his career in, in Europe, it's going to make our academy system and our second team look a whole lot better. All right, Ben, do you want to move on to the uh, lightning round questions? Oh. Song that we haven't heard in a while. Pew, pew, pew. Can I get a little bombs over Baghdad? But don't move thing unless you know my jam, dude. Bye. So fresh, so clean is my jam. I can get down with that. We can do a little. We can do a little Gucci Mane. I just want. I just want to. I just want to shout out Atlanta and Georgia in a big bad way. The fuck? That was David Banner. Oh. <laughs> oh, Cad- oh no, do David Banner. Cadillacs on twenty twos. Yeah, that's what it was. Cadillacs on twenty twos. It's a great song. This is for you, Matthew Alessano. Shahoo! All right, go ahead. All right, give me one second. It's Andrew we're calling. He's going to be like, fuck Matthew. We used to listen to this in the valley driving around in Matt's like tiny gold car. It's like four fat ass guys. It's like this car that's just struggling. Yo. Hello. It is Andrew. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Number one friend of the show, Andrew Elisana, joining us. Capo Andrew. Supremo, it is now officially a great episode. Uh, the music is very loud in my ear right now. Uh, Turn off the music. Um, I just want to share my, share my favorite my favorite moments on the show. Dude, you're running through lightning uh, round with this, man. My, nah, he's fine. My, my, favorite, my favorite moments on the show is every single one that I've been on. <laughs> fuck everybody else. Yeah, I agree. No, I'm just my favorite my favorite episode my favorite thing on the show is how bad you guys are geography and Chris looking up where LACC is and still saying it was in the wrong place. It's <laughs> not in fact in East LA. Where is it at? But that's what it's know, Wikipedia says. <laughs> uh, it's it's in LA. Uh, I guess it would be the East Hollywood area, but it's really closer to the valley than it is East LA. I don't know, so man. It's, it's, uh, I feel like you're arguing with Wikipedia at this point. East LA College is actually East LA. <laughs> it says East Hollywood, you're right. We're not known for yes. our reading on the show, right? What's your problem? You knew geography was an issue when you called. No, geography. You guys... You guys literally need to take geography classes. Both, all, both, all three of you. Do well, we? maybe not Ben. Do we? Um, Ben's been around. I don't want Ben to get. I don't want Ben to get flashbacks from <laughs> you know wartime. But uh, both of you are in school. You need to take geography classes because it's real bad. 
it's like once or twice an episode. Look, man, that you guys are fucking up on some geography shit. It's not part. It's not part of my uh, my requirement. So it's not my I'm job. taking it. Yeah, it's not. It's not a responsibility. No, but this should be like an elective thing <laughs> to better yourself. No, so no that you're not saying. Not so you're not saying like Singapore is in the Middle East or it could uh, be. I don't know some of the other random oh, shit I, that you guys say all the time. I get the feeling Ben knows exactly where Singapore is. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you exactly where Singapore is. Oh, Ben is, definitely sure. yeah. knows. That's where we're like. I think Singapore's in the Middle East. Ben's like, well, let me tell you. There's a gives you the co- the coordinates like longitude, latitude, longitude, latitude. There's a lovely little gentleman's club. If you just go down this go down this dark alley and make a right. Are you hanging out for lightning uh, round? Or are you taking off, sir? Uh, no, uh, Ben asked me to stay for lightning round. Okay, right on. Cool. Excellent. So our first question is brought to us by good friend of the show, vegan gamer, Scott. My man. Shout out, Scott. Um, he wants to know, is bringing back... Probably the best the best vegan on the show. Is he? I would imagine. I would imagine, too. Can't think of any more. So he wants to know, do, do you think that bringing back all these legacy coaches... Like Sarvis and Janino, Kalishman, Hartman, and ultimately Vanny, is it a a recognition from the front office that we've lost our way and need to find our way back to what it means to be LA Galaxy, or is it B pandering to an upset fan base, or is it C neither? I heard a, I heard a rumor by the way, just really quick. I heard a rumor Kevin Hartman might become goalkeeping coach. So I don't know. I don't know if there's any likes to that. I, I may just be spouting out nonsense, but yeah, I heard a rumor uh, Gato might be coming goalkeeper coach. And Andrew, Andrew, what do you oh, think I'm of that? Answer uh, I would say it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I think it's more convenient to them that Vanny is probably the best possible coach they could hire, mm-hmm. uh, and he also happened to play for the Galaxy. I think there's just a convenience factor to that. So they can play into the supporters and fans and be like, hey, look, we're listening to you while also hiring the best possible person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think like how many people do they really re- some people actually remember Vanny's time with the Galaxy, even his second stint. Like I remember a second one pretty, you know, so I don't know if it's pandering. I think I think they're definitely like, hey, here's some guys from, you know, the original Galaxy. I think they're, they're definitely going to do that. I mean, we've seen it with the. With the footage in, in in the teaser video already, with um, because it's you know old since '96, you know, kind of thing. Um, but I, I don't think anyone who I don't think a, the majority of fans right now even remember Dan Cashman. Like, well, yeah, and I think part of it depends on how deep you want to go. Um, because it's it's not just Juni and Sarvas. It's you know, Sinfuegos. Uh, uh, Did you lose Andrew? Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, Andrew. No. Bye. Um, Sinfuegos works with the youth. Uh, uh, Pete Vianis was academy director, which is uh, 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 Kevin's job now. He was academy director before he became GM. Klein's obviously the president. Karowski is 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 technical director and lead scout. Um, but you know, in the case of Vanny and Kalishman, as Andrew says, and I think he's yeah, completely spot on. Vanny is the best manager you could get who happened, who also happened to play for the Galaxy. Just happened to be, yeah. Now, look, Vanny is, is tied. I think he's tied for fifth or sixth all-time in appearances for the Galaxy. This is a rarefied air level, fifth all-time. Rarefied air. Wait, that's not right. He's tied for fifth? I don't, he's, he's fifth. Kobe? Hang on. Kobe? Donovan? Hartman? Sinfuegos? 
Donovan. Yeah, you might be. You might be tied for fifth, Donovan, because I know Donovan and uh, and 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 Manny are tied at 193 appearances. But anyway, like he, he's he's up there, and he happens to be a former Galaxy player, but he's also the best MLS manager available in the market that you can go get. He's the best builder in Major League Soccer that you can go get available right now without having to put out to Toronto to get anything for him. Kalishman as well. Great to have a former captain in. Great to have a, a fire breather in as a as an assistant who can who can light a fire into these guys' asses. But he was he was Vanny's assistant in Toronto. Like this is this is Vanny keeping continuity of his coaching staff that happens to include uh, um, happens to include Dan Kalishman. If Kevin Hartman become goes from academy director to if he can go from academy director to uh, goalkeeping coach, part of that is, you know, we have a great goalkeeper in our system right now, and our goalkeepers are terrible. So why am I going to go looking to pay another coach when this could be Kevin's leg into coaching? This can get Kevin into coaching. Um, that's kind of a great move you happen to have. Sarvas and Janino, probably a little, little bit of pandering, but it, it might also just be taking care of two guys who are instrumental in successful years of your organization in a way that doesn't actually really negatively affect anything. Um, if we get a situation where like Robin Frazier ends up losing his job and he joins the, the party, then that's more of like a, Hey, these three amigos work together in Toronto. Greg is doing what he can to get his guys around him to makes him feel comfortable. Um, you know, there's a couple other guys floating around the league in assistant coaching roles that, Hey, maybe if we went out and got Ezra Hendrickson and brought Ezra in as an assistant, who's done very, very well, just won an MLS Cup as an assistant. Like then I can say, all right, well, they're, they're kind of bringing guys in specifically uh, who are available, but then Ezra has five rings and keeps winning as an assistant coach. You want guys like this. In multiple teams. Yeah, you want guys like yeah. this who happen to be ex-Galaxy players who are also good fits for the job. Anolfo, yeah, he was a 96er. He played, I think, 20-odd games, and that was it. Like the, the, it, it's just it's not comparable you know what I mean? With Greg and, and some of these other guys. So I, I, I think it's, I agree with Andrew. I think it's a little bit of a mixture, but overall I, I think it's, it's timing and circumstances that all just kind of seem to work out. Ed. All right. I said my piece. I said, right. I said, it's a, it's I would just like to cool. say that, that it's, it's a perfect 200 episode because uh, Ben hung up on me. He said your connection no, dropped. You, you, you dropped. I, I promise yeah, you. Uh-huh. Didn't. Every time. Every time. I, I promise I you. Didn't, no, no. Uh-huh. This time he actually didn't hang convenient, up on you. Convenient timing. <laughs> as soon as he hung up on you, he was like, he can't read. Look. Books. <laughs> All right. So Travis earlier in the live chat says, do you think Greg will help will, will help whip the players into shape? And do you, or, oh, I'm sorry. He says, do you think Greg will whip it out and can't put read it now. on the table? Oh, Jesus. And tell Klein to F off. That's a very different question from when it was starting. Yeah. <laughs> there were words that you originally read that didn't appear in your actual question at all. Nope. Was, was, ask sorry, it one more, one more time. time. Yeah. Do you think Greg will whip it out? Wait, wait. Who can't read? Greg will <laughs> whip it read? out. <laughs> Greg will whip it out. And put it on the table and tell Klein to F off if he gets frustrated. He's shutting up the phone now. He's shutting up the phone line. Thank you for calling, Andrew. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Uh, Good to hear your voice, man. To, you know, is there more to that question? No, is it? I don't think so. It's his boss. Like, people keep forgetting these things. That is his boss. 
You know, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna send him the voicemail. See what he says. <laughs> Play it at the end. But that's his boss. Like, what yeah. is he gonna do? Realistically, what's he gonna do? He's gonna work within the parameter, as every coach has done, as every general manager has done, as every assistant has done. He's gonna work within the parameters that uh, Dennis DeClose sets, that Chris Klein sets, that Dan Beckerman sets, and they all work within the general uh, parameters that that Philip Anschutz sets. Yeah. So I guess I wanted to add to this question. That's why I kind of highlighted this one. Is do you think there's any sort of scenario where maybe he gets in the ear of Beckerman or Beckerman trusts him more than client? Or if it comes down to, hey, Vanny says, hey, I'm not getting what I need to succeed, that perhaps someone like Klein or Teclosa is replaced? I don't know, man. It seems like Beckerman and Klein are kind of like real buddy-buddy. I don't think that would happen. Oh, I think this is the. I think this is very much the end of the road. No, no, but I don't client. think I don't think that Vanny goes to Beckerman and be like, "Hey, I'm not getting the help I need. You need to replace these guys." And like, it's gonna happen. I don't. You know, I don't. I, I don't know. I'll admit, I don't know. I don't know a ton about Shadow President. Um, it it would be a bold move for the head coach to leave the organization in its entirety to go speak to an AEG guy. To go call basically to call ownership and to say, hey, the people you have in place aren't working. If you're trying to turn this ship around, Klein's got to go, DTK's got to go, Karoski's got to. I assume Karoski's a major issue, but Karoski needs to go. Um, I, I don't know that he has that clout, but I, you know, I still suspect if if DTK wasn't already in the job, Vanny would have gotten the general managership as well. So. I don't know. It's really tough to tell. It's it's. I think it's 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 probably at, at a minimum. It's probably too early to start going down that path. But we'll see when we start signing players because we we've, we've clearly had a view towards a type of player in the last two to three years. And if we start moving away from that view, then you see the level of control that Vanny has. And if you see us staying for the most part predominantly in line with how we've chosen to sign people over the last two or three years then you you can see the level of control DTK and Klein still have. I do like your original question about fitness, though. Uh, I, I have heard he's bringing his his own fitness guy from Toronto. So it'll it, it obviously the we wiped house complete completely with GBS. So that butcher guy is gone. Um, but yeah, it looks like there'll be a new uh, strength and conditioning setup for next year. Excellent. And uh, Bob Sacamondo wants to know who has a better mustache, Question or Mastroeni? Fucking Ben. Ben's mustache. You seen this thing? It's like he's fucking in 1976. Ben, you you look like a cop who's harassing a woman in Buffalo, New York. Thank you. Yeah. Very, very specific. That's super specific. But, but look at him. You got you got a little. When, when did you start growing it? I don't know. A few weeks ago. I, I got tired of shaving when I was on vacation. So I'm like. Ed's been growing his facial hair. For years. 64 years. <laughs> and this is this is the best he's gotten. Dude, this is this is all I could do, dude. Like, the goatee, that's it. That's like... I like it. I'm like, Ed, look, I mean, try and grow a beard, nothing. Try. Try is, is definitely the, the, the word. Yeah, I didn't even sure. I didn't even hear the question. Who Pablo Mastroni and who? And question. Or question. Oh, fuck Pablo Mastroni. Yeah, uh, question. Come on. <laughs> fuck that guy. Question's our boy now. That's my man's, man. Black yeah. Lives Matter question. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yep. The only other question we had that was of any sort of relevance was someone wanting you to, to um, 
They need a teacher call. I can do they a want you call. to opine on the U- on the state of the U.S. democracy. Opine on it. Um, the U.S. democracy. I I don't understand. I I think I don't really get the question. U.S. democracy is on course for the logical conclusion of a series of events that started in 2001. And now we're at the culmination of that. That's all. 9-11 happened. In my, in my view, I could be wrong. 9-11, no, I'm serious. 9-11 happened. There was a massive backlash against um, Muslims in the country. O- Obama ran in 2008, was labeled as a, as a Muslim for whatever reason. And also a Christian, also a Christian with the wrong church, if we, if we remember that, because yeah. it was also the pastor that everybody yeah. hated, Jeremiah Wright. But, he was, but he's also a Muslim. Um, and then you have this backlash that has built up over years and years and years. And we all we've done is reached a logical conclusion of it. So, um, you know, that is, I, I don't know what there is to say. I mean, look, it's, there is a, there is a political class in America of people who have deemed themselves worthy of ruling you, whether Democrats or Republicans or libertarians or green parties or whoever the hell else. Um, it is not true that Ed could have grown up to become a senator reasonably. It is not true reasonably that Andrew could have grown up to be uh, a, a congressman. Could he have? Of course. Of course it's possible. Likely. No, there is a, there's a system. Oh shit. Fucking FBI take us down. What happened? Okay. YouTube just, just blanked for a second. I was like, Oh my God, I'm spitting too much truth. Just your computer. Uh, yeah, my computer's terrible. I should just close this. Um, but it, it, there is there is a separation between, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. There's a separation between actual average citizens, the super wealthy, the hyper super wealthy, and a ruling class who are not super wealthy but dictate in, to some very small degree the lives of the super wealthy and on mass scale the lives of the average American citizen. All we're seeing right now is a fight between the political class who have deemed themselves worthy of controlling and ruling you and they're all arguing about their stupid arbitrary rules about which person gets to hold the gavel and the and the conch and and which person's allowed to talk and which person's allowed to sign shit conch uh it's from you know yeah no i got it like and all we've reached is a position where the average poor american are now willing to fight on behalf of their specific ruling class of america um you know and some shit's going to get burned down. It happens. And hopefully, you know, as few people as possible die. But you're you're at the logical conclusion of things that have been in sto- set in stone or set in, in process for 20 years. You're just at the end of it now. Yeah, it definitely seems on course. Yeah. And that's and and it'll get worked out. Hopefully it gets worked out with no bloodshed. Biden's going to be president in in, you know, what is it? Two weeks, two weeks, 14 days, thir- 13 days at this point. Um I hope there's as little bloodshed as possible between the people who've decided they're in a position to tell you what to do. Cause that's really, that's really who's fighting here. It's about people who want to be in the most control uh, over telling you what to do, which, whichever, whichever side you're on. Re- remember, that's not like an anti-Republican or pro-Democrat thing. Killer Mike says it beautifully. You guys are arguing over which slave master is the best. It doesn't, you know what I mean? It's, it's, Vote with your personal interest. Vote with what works best for you, and then move on with your life. 
Right. Andrew got a League Hello. of G announcement for us before we go. Andrew, welcome back. Uh, yes. So before I say my League of G now, I just want to congratulate <laughs> you guys on 200. It took you a little while to get to 200. Yeah, thank you. Uh, my 100th episode, my 100th episode platitudes, nice things that I had said. Uh, apparently you couldn't hear me, which is upsetting because I actually said nice things. Uh, but yeah, I want to thank you guys. You guys are doing a good job, doing the Lord's work, sticking with it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a milestone to get to 200 and yeah. well done. Uh, thank you, Andrew. But the League G announcement that I want to say is that uh, League of G Season 3 starts on January 24th. As of right now, we have 11 teams. Um, so roughly that's like 140, 150 players, a lot of people, uh, there's still spots open and we're going to do an event, uh, to maybe get some new, more new people. in. And, um, like the league just keeps getting bigger and better. That's the prizes this year are pretty nuts. I'm not going to spoil it, but it's better than last year. And things just keep getting bigger. This is just becoming such a crazy thing that it started as just, Fans playing pro clubs together, yeah. Galaxy well, fans playing pro clubs yeah, together, Cosmo SC, and it's become such you know? a crazy thing. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'm gonna do uh, like a weekly wrap up. Either I'll email it to you guys, or I'll, uh, I'll call and leave mm-hmm. a message. But yeah, um, once again, congratulations on 200. Thank you, bro. Out of your hair now. Thank you, Andrew. Love Appreciate you, bro. Thanks, Andrew. That's nice. Such an angry fucker all the time, too. Like, so when he says something nice. It's... Six months ago, it was like four teams. Yeah. That's insane. That's awesome. Is coronavirus, baby. Everybody sitting at home playing games. Coronavirus. Uh, we, we got PS5s going on. Everybody, Everybody's out there. Everybody's out oh, the yeah. Streets. Ben's going to buy his PS5s. That's it's, what he said. It's on yeah. the show, so it has to happen uh, now. That was not said. It was said now on the show. It has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, anything before we get out of here? Yeah, one last super quick. Uh, my, my buddy is, has just started doing a Twitch stream. He's, he, plays, uh, he plays games. Uh, his name is, if, you, if you're on Twitch, this is the thing. I'm not telling you, go follow him, but it's like, if Twitch is your thing and you're into following people on Twitch, my man would appreciate it. He's, he's la- you'll enjoy this, lapsed from playing video games for years. Got back into it during coronavirus when he got quarantined at home. Coronavirus. Has just burned through PlayStation games. He's playing, I think he's playing Fallout 4 right now. He and I just started playing Rocket League. So if you're into that, get at me because we're going to, me and him and my, my son Jonas, we're going to start playing Rocket League more often. But you can find him on Twix. Twix. Oh, I want a Twix so bad. This <laughs> fucking diet. Um, you can find him on Twitch, right? Twitch? Yes. At uh, Dino underscore Jux. That's D I N O underscore J U H X. Um, Dino Jux, D-I-N-O underscore J-U-H-X. If that's something you're into, if you're the type of person who follows people on on Twitch, it would make my friend very happy, which would make me very happy. If it's not something you do, you don't have to go make a Twitch for it. But if you've already fucking got one, go subscribe to my friend, help him out a little bit. Appreciate you. And then I want to give a shout out to uh, Steven from uh, AFJA. It's his birthday today. So if you're listening, Steven, uh, your birthday was yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) You, that wasn't even, if you're listening, Stephen, happy birthday. It was, if you're listening, Stephen, I've acknowledged the fact that your birthday was It is your ago. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I missed you, sir. Um, dude, I miss, I miss being here. Yeah. It's nice having yeah, you. Yeah, dude, we missed you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I missed you guys, too. I mean, we, we weren't interviewing replacements or anything like that, I swear. 
There's a reason Andrew called it. Yeah. Right? We, we promised him minutes on 200. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benjamin, where can they find you on the socials, man? You can find me at DT Radio Ben on Twitter or at Old Man Ben 3. You can email the show, show at riotsquadcast.com, or a safer way might be riotsquadcast at gmail.com right now. Let's just do that right now. Yeah. yeah. Until we get everything We're sorted getting, out. We, got, we have some slight technical difficulties between no. show at riotsquadcast.com yeah. and the Gmail. So just send it, riotsquadcast at gmail.com. Tucker, where can they find you and these social media shows? Uh, you can find me at ZeroCool138 on uh, Twitter and Goodreads. That's pretty much it. And and Twitch, apparently. And you can find my boy... Not on Twix? And not on Twix. Okay. You can find my boy at Dino underscore Jux. That's at D-I-N-O underscore J-U-H-X. Good, nice and easy for the people to find it. Yeah, man. What the fuck you want me to do? I didn't make it. <laughs> ben, ZeroCool138 branding. It's easy. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, hit up my wife, Laura Aranda, on Twitter. You can find her either on Twitter or maybe it's Instagram. Or if you want to send, send us an email. We'll, yeah, send us an email. Yeah, we'll, we'll hook you up. If you're watching on but, YouTube, um, she's in the picture with Jossie's artist yeah, she's right next here. to Ed. Yes. Right here. So, um, but yeah. yeah she's, she, too, she's too good for Ben. So if, oh, yeah. yeah. That, that, way, is, that is the truth. 100%. Way, way 100%. Too good for ben. Um, yeah, before we get out of here, I just want to say, you know, be kind to each other, man. Be loving to each other. It's, it's, it's we're in a new year. Let's try to make it better. Mm-hmm. Good. Because last year fucking sucked. Can I wrap up with them? Let's do it. White folks are acting crazy right now. You just gotta kiss. Just go to the other side of the street. Just try not to make eye contact because you know how they get. You just keep your eyes down. Clutch purse real close because they're losing their minds right now. And, uh, you know, keep keep your, your hands on your mace and your keys just in case because you never quite know what to do. Bye. Bye. I'm just joking. Everybody in the life. Bye. <laughs> Fuck you, Brian. Suck a dick, bitch.